Good night, good morning, and good afternoon, motherfuckers. This is your host, Fritz. I also go by the name Wise Man Fritz. And welcome to another episode of the Wasted Intelligence Podcast, where we'll get wasted on intelligence to be a complete waste of intelligence. Today, we got a good show. One of my favorites. I'm joined by a former high school teammate, BT. He was on uh, the, a few of the past episodes of the podcast called The Young Youth Turning to the Streets an experience of a black youth in America. So go check those out. Today's episode, man, we get into it pretty deep. We talk about spiritual warfare, structures of life, spirituality, body languages, the flow state of mind, or at least tapping into that flow state of mind. Uh, Is hard work subject? The journey of dreadlocks, loving yourself, stages of life, religious paths, being a good person, how society raises us, and so much more. BT was gone for about a year and a half or two years. And, you know, every man has their journey. Every woman has their journey. And sometimes you need to disconnect from life or detach yourself from life or society sometimes to figure out where you need to be. I cannot complain about this episode, not one bit. I'm actually happy to have had him on. And this is one of the first episodes on the Wasted Intelligence where we get into spirituality and things of that nature. All I got to say is I'm really digging this episode and I hope you guys dig it too. If you like film, anime, television, or other forms of entertainment, check out another podcast that I co-host with my friend Elijah. It's a great podcast we've been working on. It's called the F-A-T-E Podcast, which stands for Film, Anime, Television, Entertainment. So go ahead and check that out wherever you listen to Podcasts, uh, SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, YouTube, wherever you listen to podcasts. So I hope you have a good night, good morning, and a good afternoon. This is the Wasted Intelligence Podcast, where we'll get wasted on intelligence and be a complete waste of intelligence. At the end of the day, the wise man knows nothing, and the mind is a terrible, terrible thing to waste. Now let's get into the show. What happened? How did you come up with that logo? The logo, we are live. All right, how'd I come up with the logo? Correct, how'd you come up with that logo? The Wasting Intelligence logo. I went through a series of, I like to say, like three or four logos at first. Three or four logos and like three or four titles. At first, this podcast was supposed to be called the Free Thoughts Podcast. Free, Like free thoughts, like freeing your thoughts. Yeah. And then I found out like, Another podcast had that. Um, and I, I started, like, before anything, I just started drawing the artwork and all that. Um, by yourself? By myself. I had to learn how to use uh, Photoshop. Yeah. Ja- you remember Jamie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like a, yeah, Jamie's a whiz kid at Photoshop. Really? Yeah, he taught me how to use it for what I needed to do, and I learned, and boom. But for the Wasting Intelligence, how I came up with the, with the logo and the picture was I was just sitting here in my room, you know, just yeah. trying to figure things out. I'm like, dude, like, free thoughts is taken. So I had to scrap everything. Um, I was just sitting here. The logo came out. I, I looked at a stop sign, and I was like, yo, all right, stop sign. I put a person, the little person on there, yeah. and then trash can, and I got a brain out Google edited the brain the way I wanted to do and just boom, boom, boom. That's and that dope. was, and that it was just it. Came to you, huh? It just came. Yeah. 
You know, the title, the title, the title came before the logo because I was at the school. Yeah. I was at the school and then I was having a conversation with the teacher and we're talking about how, you know, the students, because it was an alternative school, how the students were so like disobedient and things like that. And he's like, man, it's such a waste of intelligence. And I looked at him. That was a good name. Boom. It just, I said, thank you. Like a light came out. Yeah. I said, thank you. The Wasted Intelligence Podcast. I didn't tell him. Like, verbally, I'm like, yo, yeah. thank you for the da-da-da. <laughs> but I'm like, everything happens for a reason, you know? He said, yeah, that's such a waste of intelligence. I said, mm, I like the sound of that. Yeah. And I said, the Wasted Intelligence Podcast. That's it. Boom. Started running with it. Then that weekend, I made the logo, and boom. Nice. Yeah, man. That's, that's, uh, mm. that's cool, man. That's cool how, um, that's cool how these things just kind of- Just come in. Just come to people, you know? Yeah. Um, people don't really know sometimes like the uh, the backstory behind um anything. Yeah. You know? Um it's like oh it's kinda like, you know, <clears throat> I had dreads, but why did I want them? Yeah. Or, you know, something something as small as that, or you know, how like how did you come up with that that company name or how did you come up with that company logo? Yeah. Um Demon Diego have a company logo. I'm like, how did you guys come up with that? Yeah. You know, what what made you guys come up with the name? Just, just interesting things like that, you know. Yeah. Um, and then you know that kind of—I don't know if it makes or breaks a company or anything like that, but it does play a big role on the company. Yes, it does. Yeah, it plays a a, a massive role. Um, but that's a good name. That's a good name. Nice. Yeah, man. Why don't you cut your dress? Uh, all right. So I'll be honest. Uh, I was kind of in a how do I how do I properly explain this? So. I was kind of going through some turmoil in my life at the at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I was meeting a lot of different people, and um, a lot of people kind of had the same the same message for me mm-hmm. at one time. Total strangers, um, but they all kind of had the same message, and that was kind of the time where I was diving really heavy into the Bible. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, a verse that always stuck out to me was, uh, "Does it not tell you that um, nature itself teaches you that?" Um, long hair is for the glory of woman. Mm. Um, and that if a man has long hair, it's, it's, it is a disgrace to him. Um, so uh, that had nothing to do with the people I was meeting. Um, but everyone that I was meeting kind of seemed like they were looking out for my, my welfare. Mm-hmm. So it seemed. Um, so I took a leap of faith to cut my hair based off, um, based off that, that passage and um, just my faith at the time. Yeah. Um, but that's that's why um, that's like one of the biggest reasons. So that that same night that I decided to do that, someone actually sent me a passage. Um, a, to- a stranger that I met that kind of built some rapport with over the time. Mm-hmm. But um, she sent me a passage about um, men with hair. Uh, so I kind of took that as I think this is something I need to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went into the barber shop and I knew that if I stayed there too long. I would definitely not have cut my hair. <laughs> so yeah. um, I was like, I need to do this quickly if yeah. I'm going to make this decision. Um, ultimately, I made the decision and it kind of left me and it kind of, it kind of left me heartbroken. I'm not going to lie. Well, all right. So like after you got your hair cut, like what was running through your mind? Um, Nothing. But it was just like. There was no shock. 
it, I, it, it never really hit me that what, like what happened. Ah, you didn't process it yet. No, well, even <laughs> now, even now, looking in the mirror, I'm like, what did I do? <laughs> yeah, but um, uh, I remember I was holding, I was holding the dreads in my hand. I was looking down at it. Yeah, and I, as I was sitting in the car, um, demons was actually pulling up, and I was like, oh my gosh, I was like, what am I gonna say to him? Yeah, you know, it's like I, I don't even want to walk out the car. I was, in, I was feeling embarrassed at the time. Yeah. Um, and he was like, yo, what did you do, man? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, of course, this is the response I was expecting. I, was just, I yeah. just told him, he was like, yo, you lost your strength. I was like, nah, I'm good. Samson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My strength comes from above. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was like, the only response I could think of. But, um, you know, I think about it now. I'm like, I wish I wouldn't have cut it. Why? Because. Um, my dreads were almost like a part of me. Mm. You know, I didn't view it as um as um, you know, something negative. You mm. know, if you do read passage passages in the Bible, it does mention things like um uh, the Nazarite vow, mm-hmm. um, which is a vow to God, a sacred vow to God, mm-hmm. um, saying that you won't cut your hair, uh, but you can't drink or eat anything with um uh grapes or anything of that sort so it's like a trade-off yes yeah, a trade-off or a sacrifice yes correctly yeah um so that's actually something uh that i'm actually thinking of doing mm-hmm. like i'm in the process of will i truly be able to make this commitment mm-hmm. to god and not and like honor that and not um drink or eat anything i'll just google it real quick mm-hmm. um It is, um, it first speaks about it in the book of um, 1 Samuel and, and Judges. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think in Judges, um, it'll speak about it. And Samson did keep that vow. Jesus kept that vow, of course, because mm. um, he was from Nazareth. That makes sense. Yeah. All um, right. So Jesus never cut his hair. Samson kept, kept that vow. Um, and most of the people that have kept that vow have, for some reason, uh, they've been attached to supernatural strength um, by whatever means. So I I forget it was a, I don't know if it was a study or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I forget why I came across this information. But it was um, speaking about how um, most people only use about 80% of their strength mm-hmm. on average. So like 80%, it uh, doesn't matter where you're at. If you're just living on a day-to-day basis, um, using about 80% of your strength. Mm-hmm. Uh, that rest of the 20 that can be tapped into is when you hear about stories like um, a mother uh, picking up a car, or some I, guy picking up a car. That. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that comes from, that's like, uh, I forget what was the term they used, but it's like a, a supernatural strength um, where you exceed the body's limitations. Mm. Um, that's that's some nice stuff. Yeah, but I thought that was, yeah, it's, it's really cool, really interesting. Yeah. Um. So that's actually, I'm not doing it for like purposes or benefits, you know, yeah. to find like supernatural strength or anything like that. Um, but more so, more, um, I just really like dreads, you know. I've always, I've always wanted them as a kid. Me too. I've always wanted them. Yeah. And when I had the opportunity to finally grow them, um, they, they became attached to me. They became like one with me. Mm-hmm. So like um, the dreads that I had previously, it was almost like a a story was being told mm-hmm. about me. Yeah. You know, it was like, like just, ha- just, uh, just like um, you right now, you mm-hmm. know, you have your dreads uh, with each length, with each inch, with each centimeter, millimeter, um, a story can be told through those dreads. Like mm-hmm. uh, it's a process, you yeah. know, of, of how you had it. Yeah. But it's like, um, 
it defines who Fritz Lauriston is. Yeah. You know, it, it tells so much about Fritz Lauriston. Like, the dreads I had, I traveled with them. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been around uh, different places with them. You know, I ate different foods with them. I had people, different types of people in my hair with them. I had different types of people braid my hair and do my hair. Yeah. You know, and I met different, you know, men and women and, you know, uh, just so much happened, you know, yeah. with those dreads. So it's like, uh, culturally for me, it's like um, a cultural experience. Yeah. You know, it doesn't have to be necessarily with any, it could be with any culture, you know, because different people have dreads of many cultures. Yeah. Um, But it's like um, you build a culture with your dreads, you know. Um, you know, it's just like, you know, I, I could use the same... um the same reference with women, you know, mm-hmm. women have hair. They won't cut. They won't. Most of most of them won't cut some of the, like, you know, like six inches off their hair. Yeah. You know, women, that the women that do have short hair, that's their style. That's their preference. You know, not all men have dreads. So you could, that could be relatable. Like some, some women have short hair. Some women have, you know, the, like the low cut. Some women have long hair. Mm-hmm. The women that have long hair, most of them love their long hair. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, and it's like, um, that's, that's almost like they're everything to them. You know, yeah, you know, it's 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 unique how you said, you know, you found a culture in your dreads, you know, uh, you become one with your dreads. I remember like one thing I noticed or one thing I've realized when I started when I first started off, uh, you know, how we all go through the ugly phase <laughs> or most of <laughs> oh us God. go through the ugly phase. Yeah. Is when, you know, your dreads are super. They're not even long. They're like babies. Little worms. Yeah. They're like <laughs> little worms in your hair. And you you just grow to embrace the the good features about yourself and yeah. the ugly features about yourself. You know, it, it takes, it takes a great amount of courage to be disliked. Yeah. You that's know, true. to see yourself in the ugly phase and to accept that about yourself, accept who you are, accepting who you are. Yeah. That's, that's a big lesson that I've learned in my dread journey or while I've, or while I've had dreads, yeah. you know, accepting yourself. And I think that shows a great amount of strength. I know just another thing it did for me was like, you know, kind of kind of makes you look at people a different way. You it know, does. like when people have their imperfections or their insecurities, you know, like it just tries to give you the strength or try to, you know, push that person just, you know, hey, man, embrace your insecurities. Yeah, teaches you, you know? to love yourself. There you go. Yeah. You know, it teaches you to love yourself. And, you know, I, I know I just find... I find great peace in that, you know? It's it's interesting. Um, I'm reading a book, um, Secrets of Success. Mm-hmm. Um, it mentions that, you know, like some people, their peace could be, uh, their their success could be um, wealth or their success could be inner peace. Um, so, like, uh, at one point in life, I remember mentioning this to a girl. I said, um, I have uh, almost, like, complete peace in my life. Mm. It's inner peace. She was like, it's amazing you say that because some people go their whole life and they journey and they go in wilderness and they, they do all these other things mm. to find inner peace. Some of them may never find that. So it was like, she said, the fact that you have found, I could say that you found inner peace uh, says a lot about you. You know, it says a lot. And she, and she was kind of like, she was kind of amazed at that fact. Um, and then you look at it now, um, 
you can look at it from any any standpoint. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, do you have that inner peace, that true inner peace? Like, do you love yourself? Mm-hmm. Um, do you love your? Do you love the skin color you're in? Do you mm-hmm. love um just who you are and what what's about you? When you look in the mirror, what do you see? Yeah. Um, do you still have that peace of mind? Um, for yourself. Um, so peace isn't. It's I, I think that's a. You need it, man. Yeah. It's yeah, especially you know, um, times get trivial at some time. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um. One day it's it's this thing, the next day it's it's, it's another thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just like, uh, I, I I kept I kept saying this all week today. I was like, does life ever get easier? Mm. Um, and I kept asking people that does life ever, does life ever get easier? Just kind of like prodding people's minds, you know, yeah. trying to see um their answers or anything like that. And some people, most people that I've encountered so far, are just like I have just said, I hope it does. Mm. Um, I'm like, why does it have to be a, an I hope? Yeah. Why isn't it a definite? Like, look at yes. you, the philosopher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm speaking to the wise man first, <laughs> and he calling me the philosopher. Hey, everybody's a philosopher, but you're on. Yeah, man, you're on your journey. <laughs> Go ahead, man. Yeah. Um, and I, I asked this girl that today, and I just kind of, uh, it was the answer wasn't fitting to me. I was kind of like, ah, um. It's like a typical it's like a typical answer. Mm-hmm. You know, I hope it does. Yeah. Um, why does it have to be a hope? You know, um, not that hoping is bad. Yeah. Um, hoping is good, mm-hmm. um, especially for the right things. But um, you know, like I just I as I was young, I was pictured being successful. And yeah. Whatever it was, like I can I can I can say this and not be ashamed, mm-hmm. um, but where I'm at right now in life is nowhere where I want to be, and I haven't really found something I'm passionate about. Mm. Um, ever since I've got out of sports, so football, um, I have not found something that can um, make me um, put in that drive or that effort. Or it's like something that wakes me up and I'm like, I got to do this. Like, I want to do this. I, mm-hmm. I haven't found anything like that yet or anything close to it. Um, playing sports, you know, uh, not just it, even though it was a team setting and it was a team sport, mm. the fact that um, I could put I could I could put my all into the weight room and, and do everything behind closed doors, yeah. And those results will show when the season comes mm-hmm. or camp comes or anything like that. That that alone was enough to drive me to want always want to get better. Mm. Um, just because. Uh, if I know I'm putting in work, yeah. um, I don't know who was putting in work. Um, but when camp comes, I'll know who was putting in work that summer. And when I evaluate myself and I'm like, and I start to critique myself, um, like most people do, um, or if anyone does that, yeah. um, when I start to critique myself, I'm like, I'm like, wow, this guy was really putting in work. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, I got to get better. I got, I, I need to get better. Mm-hmm. I need to be the number one guy. I need to be the starter. Mm-hmm. I need to be, you know, yeah. It's it's always a competition. You don't know who's coming in. If someone comes in in the middle in the middle of camp, um, and now it's like, who is this guy? Is is my spot? Is my spot in jeopardy? You never know. Someone's someone's always hungry. Yeah, it, it's kind of that's that's one aspect I liked about football or sports. And that that's another aspect that I it's like a bittersweet for me, because you're it's like you're always living in fear. Yeah, in a sense, you know, like. I remember, I remember there was one spring, one spring season, like we had a new coach. He came in and he was like, new roster, new, uh, new starters and everything. And then when he showed the starters of the defense, 
I saw my name as number one. And I felt the tensions in, I felt the, the tension in the room. <laughs> All the corners looked at me. It's like, oh, this guy. This guy. Yeah. I'm coming for your head. And now, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I felt it. Like, you, you, you could literally cut, cut it the with, tension, a, yeah. with a knife. They're like, oh, you, you the new number one, yeah. huh? I'm like, damn. And now I understand when people say, you know, could you handle the pressure yeah. of being number one? Could you handle that? Because when you're number one, everybody wants to be. Everybody wants you. Everybody wants you. Like, but but I, I love it, man. Dude, but I was at a point. I was at a point where I was like, yo, I don't really, I didn't care. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because the passion of, of the, the sport just died in me. Yeah. You know, I, I'm like, yo, there's, there's more than life to this. Like. Even though I was number one, I'm like, yo, do I really want to just live in fear of somebody wanting? I'm like, you know what? I'm a, I'm gonna do the best I could do. Like my best, like being the best and working hard. Like uh, my friend, uh, he was he was on this podcast. He was a former teammate of mine. Um, his name's Barry, and we we discussed this on the show when I had him on. We went back and forth about. Is hard work subjective or not? And <laughs> define subjective. Uh, it, does it like subjective? Who's the number one? Who's who's your top three artists? Yeah, you would your top three rappers of all time. You would say Tupac, Biggie, and and Jay Z. I would probably be like, no, Outkast, uh, Field Mob, and um. Nas or so something like would, that. So would the billboards be objective? It's, no, it's not. It, that, that's subjective. Doesn't mean just because you're, you're, you're number one to this group of people, somebody else could be like, yo, you're wrong. Yeah. Like Michael Jordan and, and LeBron James, who's the best basketball player? You could say Michael Jordan. I could say, no, you're wrong. Yeah. I could say LeBron James. So to me, like when, when uh, Barry and I were having this discussion about hard, hard work, it everybody's body type is different, you know. Yeah, everybody's mind is different. Subjective, fat dude and a skinny guy. The the skinny guy runs a mile easily, right? The fat dude runs a lap, and he's about to pass out. Are we still gonna say the the skinny guy worked harder than the fat guy? Yeah, they both put in work. They both put in work. And the fat, guy, the skinny guy, is still standing up, breathing normally, but the the fat guy's out after one lap. The you, fat, could, you could say he pushed himself harder. He pushed himself hard, but it doesn't. the The facts are the fat guy ran four laps yeah, around the track. He ran I mean, more. He ran more, but who's to say? You know, that's yeah. what I meant by like you know, working hard is subjective. You could go to the gym, you could go to the gym and hit the bench three three sets. Three sets, ten reps. Yeah. But what if I go to the gym? For, for the whole week, you did three sets, ten reps, right? But what if I go to the gym every single day that week and hit it, hit the bench ten times each day? I still did more than you that week. Yeah. I hit it 70. You just did 30. Who worked harder? I see. I see what you're saying. You understand? Yeah. Who worked, like... You could run a mile easy, and your your one mile could be my one lap. Yeah, you know, 
Like it, it's just subjective. Everybody's body's different, and every it's just different for me, you know. And that's just how that's just how I put it into my head. And if we're just sitting here arguing, you know, we're having this discussion. Is is hard work subjective or no? We could have went harder. We could have went harder. We could have went harder. In actuality, could we? If you could go back, would you work harder? What off off your current mindset? What do you think that you put in? Because um, someone said this to me, they were mm. like, "I never seen anyone work as hard as BT." Mm. Um, when it come when it came to playing football, I was like, "This, this guy gave one hundred and fifty percent every day." It seemed. I, um, but I but I yeah. I could say personally, mm-hmm. there were days where, um, I'm like, I could go harder than that. There were days where I'm like, I could do better than that. Um, but if I were to go back and alter those or make those changes, mm-hmm. um, I wouldn't necessarily be who I am today. You know, I would have never, um, those. That that characteristic of me working that much harder mm-hmm. wouldn't have gave me that mindset that I have now. Mm-hmm. Um, like I can remember, I can remember specific games where I'm tired and someone slaps my 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 foot and I'm like, oh, I'm just going down because I'm tired, hmm. right? But if it's second down, there everyone on the bench is everyone on the bench and on the sideline is like, come on, Stallion, you got this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and and I look at that. I'm like, oh, I can't let them down. Yeah, all right. Um, my first play will always be one of my best plays because mm-hmm. I don't know who I'm playing, so I always try to burst out for for that scoring touchdown. Yeah. Um, but then as the game goes on, um, it's like I decline and then I go back up. But isn't that natural though? Um, I don't. I would say it could be different for me. Um, just or not just me, like personally, but I could say. How it may be different is because um, it's not that I slack in the game, but it's um, it's not that I'm trying to get a feel for the defense. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just that I haven't played with them. So in my mindset, um, it's not trying to score mm-hmm. until I kind of get more comfortable in the game. Mm. Um, so for me, it's kind of like uh, being comfortable. Um and you could tell, you can tell as the game, like for me, I can always tell when I'm watching film, I'm like, I'm like, this is where I start getting comfortable. I won't say it to nobody, mm. um, but I'm like, yeah, I, I can see it. I start getting comfortable here. And you can see like uh, my grip holding the ball becomes tighter. My, my runs become stronger. I'm trying to break out more. I'm not trying to go down as much. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to break more tackles. Uh, just everything about the game, like my, it's like my IQ starts to spike you up. You have a new energy in you. Yeah, it's like, yeah. and it's like, it's like a fire starts building up. Um, but that first play, you can see, it's like, um, the first play, I kind of give my all, and then you know, a couple plays, I'll kind of like, it's like I'm drowsy. I was like, I don't really want to play, mm-hmm. but I want to play. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm not on, I'm not all in the game, versus, um let's say the 10th play of the game, I'm like, all right, I want to do this. I don't think there was nothing wrong with you. Yeah. I think, like I said, there's a new energy in you. Yeah. So that means you tapped into something. Yeah. You're not in that fear and you're not in that anxiety. You're in that flow state right. of mind where I'm like, yo, my body's doing everything naturally. You know how the, you know how, I don't know if you uh, ever watched Fast and the Furious. You know how when they're driving and then everything around them becomes a blur? Yeah. They're it's in that flow. Yeah. It's you like tunnel one. vision. Tunnel vision. You're in that flow. Now, f- I've experienced that in a couple games. 
Yeah. One of the one of the games, one of the last games in high school I experienced that was yeah. the Boynton game. Yeah. Um that game, um, I started off I had a I had a, a really good series of runs. Mm-hmm. I had I had a lot of good runs in that game. Um, but I noticed uh where I started having um more yardage mm-hmm. was when I s I got the ball more and I just got more comfortable in the game. Yeah. And it was like I just couldn't be stopped. I remember when the coach Coach Freeze came to me on the sideline, he was like he was like, I don't know what's going on with you right now, but he was like, these numbers right now are looking amazing. Mm. He was like, you, he was like, you'll break a record for sure. And it was, it was only second quarter. I had over 160 yards, and I was like, I had no idea. Mm. And I was like, yeah, that flow state. Yeah, I was just, I was in the game, I was in the zone. I was like, I was just having, I live, and that same game, I said, I'm having the game of my life mm. right now in, in high school. It's like, I'm having, I tapped into that. <sighs> they call it runner's high. Yeah. When when you reach that flow state where you know you're not in fear and anxiety, but I'm just saying it for runners high, but it could be something else in football. But I know like yeah. it's, it's for runners, it's runners high. I've experienced that in track as well. Me too. Yeah, I've experienced that uh, a couple of times in track, and one time during football practice where I was not tired. Yeah, like the coach just asked me to do something. It's like I was just a robot, bro. Yeah, <laughs> boom, hit it up. You know, I just did, yeah. it. and I was killing. I was killing people. Those are the best. You days, know, man. It, killing them. And I and and you know the fact that you explained your story about you know you could tell in the film where you got comfortable where you know the the ball was you gripped the ball that little bit tight. If people, athletes or people, your everyday person could figure out how to tap into that, yeah, the the it'd be limitless. You exactly, know, their their potential exactly would literally become limitless. Exactly, and you know like just just like I told you, bro, everybody's different, man. You know, like our lungs aren't the same. Yeah, like. It might look the same on the outside, but you don't know if I have lung problems. Yeah. You know? Even if we did the same the same thing every day. Yeah. So, like, I'm in the gym um, pretty much, like, six days a week. Yeah. And on, the la- on my last two days, I'll just do cardio. Mm-hmm. So I'm, like, one day I'll do cardio and abs, and I'll, do, just do, I'll just do cardio. Yeah. But I'll notice, like, this week, um, last week, the gym kicked my butt. I'm not going to lie. And mm. then this week, I was like... Um, I actually noticed I dropped a few pounds. Yeah. But I was like, I was like, whew. I'm like, I'm breezing by this cardio right now. Mm. But the week prior, I was like, this is literally, the gym is literally kicking my butt. Mm. I was like, and I was, and I was doing the same thing, you know, 30 minutes yeah. um, on the bike or 30 minutes on the, on the, on Stairmaster. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know why I can't do this right now. Mm. Uh, but this week I was like, this is, this is too easy. Yeah. Um, even in track practice, I noticed that. Yeah. Um, yes. I had my best, I had my best yeah. times. You know, towards I guess like towards the middle, towards the end of the track season. I don't know if it's because I'm in more shape. Yeah. Um. But I noticed if I could get really comfortable in track practice, you know, really loose. Yeah. Um. Or even during games. Um. And I don't even know how. I don't like you were saying. You know, how does someone tap into that? Yeah. Have no idea how it it happens. It relates back to the 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 supernatural strength that you're talking about. Yeah. How do you tap into that? Yeah. How we only use eighty percent of our strength. And our brains, we only use 10%. Yeah. It's amazing. And if, you know, you, you talk about, you know, having seen... Someone like Einstein was only like 18 or something y- like that. Imagine if you could tap into more. Yeah. It's like, know, how do you tap into How? More? I don't think it how. just comes from reading books. Mm-mm. And it doesn't just come from reading books. I heard someone say this once. It was like, um, uh, in today's society, uh, we, we're not wise. Mm. Um, um, we're not as wise as we once were. And, and what happens is uh, we trade wisdom for knowledge. 
and knowledge for bits and pieces of information and call that wisdom and knowledge. Mm. Um, but it's not, you know, just because you have bits and pieces of information doesn't make you smart, doesn't make you wise, mm-hmm. doesn't make you knowledgeable. Just regurgitate it. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's like, oh, I, I know how many planes um, can take off in a minute. It's like, okay. Um, yeah. What, what does that do for you? You know, is that true wisdom? Um, or it's like wisdom comes with age. Does wisdom come with age? Um, because someone could be, let's say, 65, but still making the same mistakes as he was 16. You know, is that, did he really become wise mm-hmm. as he as he aged? I don't know. Uh, I can't really say. You know, hmm. it's like it's like it's common like sense. That. It's like it's common sense. Yeah, uh, truly common. You know, what is common sense when you think about it? You know, it'd be stupid of me. You know, to walk up to some girl, to walk up to some girl, some some guy's girl, and be like, hey, hey, what's up? You want uh, you want to get? Uh, can I get with you? Or you know, smack her on the butt or something like that. That's stupid. You know, common sense <laughs> tells you no, not no, to do that. Yep. But people do that. Yeah, <laughs> people do that. Yeah, it's like, it's like, are you serious? Yeah, you know. Um, <laughs> I had a friend. I had a friend. You know, we all went out one night, and um, <laughs> he asked a question to this girl. He was like, "Have you ever made love to a black man?" Um, and she was with she was with this guy. Yeah. Um, we, we had no idea who the guy was, and she stopped and she looked. She was kind of like in awe. <laughs> she looked at her. She looked at the guy, and she yeah. was like, "Uh, no, but I have to my husband." <laughs> and I I just couldn't help but I was dying of laughter. Yeah. I was just like, and the look this guy gave, he was kind of like, "Are you serious right now, bro?" And um. But you know, it was funny. But common sense to me would tell me not to not not to ask something like that. Yeah. Um. But you know, let's say he was taking a survey. Yeah. You know, is it? It's not common sense anymore. Yeah. It's the you know he's taking a survey. Let's say he let's say he truly wanted to know. And he just asked. You know. Yeah. It, it, was it common sense for him not to ask? You know, he maybe he would have never known. Maybe maybe she was single. Maybe he was just a friend. That's you true. Know? It's 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 kind of those situations. It's not like do or die. Yeah, but it's kind of like you know, you you never know. Like I said, it's, I said it's so you never know. I I'll never know anything unless I ask. Mm. It's like I'll never know. I'll never find out anything unless I ask a question. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said it to a group of people. There's no such thing as a stupid question. Yeah, you know, teachers used to say that all the time. Yeah, you know, growing up, there's no such thing as a stupid question. You just ask. You know, even even if like um. I've been working with kids lately, and and you know sometimes the kids will ask a question, and the whole classroom starts laughing. Like, yeah, starts laughing. Yeah, and even I look up like, really? Yeah, like is that really what you had to ask? Yeah, but I'm like, you know what? I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, because he really didn't know. You know, he wants to know something, so yeah. you know, you can't. Everybody's different. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I can't. I can't. You know, shun him or anything like that for mm-hmm. asking a question because now he knows. At least he knows. At least he knows. At least he knows what he asked. Yeah. What he, the question he was asking. Um, but, um, you know, things like that, it's just kind of, it's kind of interesting to me. Hmm. Um, uh, I forgot what I, ha- I had to say something about, uh, since we're on the kind of the topic of like, uh, on spirituality, mm-hmm. you know, um, I would say, I would say two and a half to three years ago, I'd say more like two mm-hmm. and a half, like two and a half years ago. Um, I experienced some of the most, um, uh, it's like a spiritual high, you know, um, where I always feel like I felt, I felt like I was tapping into that, 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 um, 
that essence of what it means or how it is to live in the spirit or something like that. You know, I was experiencing things and, you know, kind of how I was meeting people. Um, like I was saying earlier, I was meeting people, you know, uh, from all over, just random people. Yeah. And it was kind of like, in my mind, I was like, where are they coming from? You know, people that just, you know, from were, were like from all over, but they all had kind of like the same message to me. Mm-hmm. And I took that in a spiritual sense, like, you know, this is God bringing people into my life to tell me something, you know, whatever that, that had to be, whatever that had to be. Um, and like, um, you know, I, I've never experienced life how I did two and a half years ago. And I'm trying to understand, I'm trying to make sense of that, you mm-hmm. know, not just, um, it's more behind what I'm saying right now, you know, what I was seeing, what I was hearing, you know, uh, things I was doing, um, everything, everything connected so well in my life. Mm-hmm. I had no idea, like, like, um, the impact it was making, you mm-hmm. know, it was just like, um, let, let's say I met you today, you know, you, you told me something. Um, and I was that, and you told me, let's just say you were, no, I don't want to, I don't want to use something, a stupid example, but I would just say, let's say you told me something. Yeah. Um, so I met you this morning, you told me something. Um, as my day, as my day went by, you know, I was kind of reflecting off that conversation I had with you. Yeah. Um, and let's say I met a total stranger. Um, he would tell me something so similar to what you told me. It's like, and, and, and in my mind, I was like, um, this isn't coincidence. You know, I don't believe in coincidence. You know how, like, just, um, when if you look at the numbers, numbers never lie. Mm-hmm. But if you look at numbers, you know, for, for something to be, uh, like, a coincidence, like, let's say I was wearing a red shirt today, but I, I didn't know where you were coming from. Mm-hmm. You know, the odds or chances of, of both of us wearing a red shirt, let's say it was one out of a million. Mm-hmm. You know, what are, like, those are such high numbers. You know, if you think about it, like, how how could I meet someone, you know, that you told me something this morning and I met a total stranger who knows nothing, nothing about me. He's probably never seen you before. I've never seen in this area. Mm-hmm. And he comes by, you know, let's say he flew down from Seattle and he told me something, you know, so similar to what you said today. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I took that. I'm like, boom. I'm like, wow. Um, okay. I think I need to do this right now. Yeah. Right. And then, you know, I meet someone else and, you know, it's, it was kind of like I was being guided in a sense. Um, that's, that's how deep I felt like I was, I was diving into like the spiritual world. It's something I knew nothing of. Yeah. Um, and it was just like, people were guiding me, you know, um, the first, the first talk, the first talks that we did, Mm -hmm. I only got that, that idea because I went to, I went to a tech school with Tyler and, um, the woman said, you have a wonderful voice. She was like, have you, she was like, you seem very smart, very, very intelligent. Mm-hmm. Um, she was like, you ever thought about doing podcasts? Mm-hmm. And I was like, um, no. And I was like, but I know someone who does it. Mm-hmm. Um, think, thinking, thinking of you. Mm-hmm. And, um, she was kind of like, and she, she went on, you know, she went on in front uh, with me for about an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, talking about, you know, kind of life and different things. She was like, you, you should really be doing something like this. Mm-hmm. Um, she was like, you, you know, you should be speaking. You like, she's like, um, She's like, she was like, you know, dude, like be creative or do something. But she was like, you know, you could just use your voice to your benefit. Um, um, and then, you know, I heard someone else um say I, I was in a Barnes Noble one. I was in a Barnes Noble. I, was, I think that was that same week. Mm-hmm. Um, this woman, I was having a, a meet and greet with this guy, mm-hmm. um, this business meeting. So I sat down, we're ha- we're having a meeting in the Barnes and Noble. We're just speaking, I was just speaking to him, and he was just kind of listening to me. He was like, 
bro, you speak and like you have such a great voice. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you speak incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like you, the your words just flow off your like just flow off your mouth. And mm-hmm. there was a woman sitting, um, you know, in the booth, um, right right under us. Mm-hmm. And she she poked her head up and she was like, she was like, I was thinking the same thing. She was like, I was just sitting here and she was like. It was it was soothing to me, mm-hmm. and she was like, um, she was like, you you should be a radio talk show host, mm. and um, the guys at my work, the guys at my work that same week were like, yo, BT could be in a radio talk show host. Mm. It was like his voice is so, and I was like, you know, for four different people to tell me that that same thing in the span of a week mm-hmm. was kind of like, uh, what's going on? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, should I be doing something like this? Is yeah. this is it something like, you know, is it like a message? Yeah, yeah. and you know. Um, I guess that that kind of stems a lot from you know it's just my faith to God. Yeah. Um, but you know, uh, I've experienced these things, and um, you know, a, a lot of it has been good. So you know, and there've been great outcomes from it. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me to say no, that was of my own, I couldn't say that. Yeah. You know, but for me to say that was of a higher power, that was from God, mm-hmm. I could definitely say that. You know, because um, you know. Just, just to tie everything together like that, you know. When we look at life, you know, you know the people we've met, mm-hmm. you know, these aren't coincidences. It's like some of your best friends, you know. They, you know, I I was speaking to Julio the other day, and he was saying, you know, his his how his parents met. You know, his mom his mom flew in from another country. His dad flew in from another country. They moved they moved from somewhere else to to come here, mm-hmm. and they had him. You know, what are the chances? He was like, and she was like, it was. Um, a decision that one of his parents made that that led that led them, mm-hmm. you know, to meeting each other. But if they would have never made that decision, they would have never met each other. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you know, um, what are the odds of something like that happening? It's like he was like, if that never happened, I would never be here right now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you, th- you know, people don't think of things like that. And they're like, oh, you know, that's just life. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it really just life? You know, how how can that really just be life? You know, well, I mean, like, um. I asked, I asked um, one of my sisters this the other day. I was like, "What is life?" So if you take away, if you take away, um, um, religion, take away, if you take away, um, work, if you take away school, if you take away, um, ex- uh, whatever it is, etc., kids, whatever it is, mm-hmm. um, like what, what is life? If you take all those things away from me, what is life? That's how I try. That's how I try to think now. I'm like, yo, what were people doing back in the day without technology? Yeah. Like, what was their form of entertainment? Like, sitting around the campfire, just telling stories all, all the time? Like, what what did they do? You don't ever think about that? Yeah. Like, strip away technology. Strip, strip away vehicles. Strip away everything. Like, I would love to live back in the days. Yeah, like, what did people do? Like, could you hold a conversation for a whole I f- day? Like, I, I believe so. I believe um, people conversing was, was on a much elevated level. I believe even speech and grammar was probably much more, um, you know, articulate. I was, yeah. Because uh, you know, um, if you, if most people, if you if you go down the street, you know, who's who's walking? Yeah. You know, um, but I say like, if we were living back in the days, you know, if I went down the street, you know, who isn't walking? Yeah. You know, who who aren't I getting into conversations with? If I look someone in the eye. Maybe they're not taking that as, oh, this is, what's up with this guy? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, hey, how you doing? You know, whatever it is. Um, but, you know, just these things, like, kind of take us away from people. You know, phones, um, just technology. I feel like they just kind of 
strip us of who we are. Mm-hmm. I feel like we've lost ourselves mm-hmm. um, in in today's society. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think of that quite yeah. a bit. You know, it's like we aren't we aren't being who we're meant to be. Mm. Like we're not living up to our potentials. Um, maybe it was like that back in the day. You know, people had their own whatever their form of entertainment was. Um, maybe they were drowning themselves in their own form of entertainment. I could see sports being yeah. a form of entertainment. Absolutely. You know? You know? Um, probably much more athletes. Yeah. 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 A, a mass amount of, of more athletes. Yeah. Um, which probably, you know, raised the standard of, you know, athleticism mm-hmm. by quite a bit. Um, but you, and you're still interacting. Exactly. You know? Yeah. And it's like you still have... Um, you know, maybe even crime was was less. Yeah. You know, whatever it was. Because everybody knew each other. Yeah. It's like um it takes a village to raise a child. Exactly. Yeah. You know, so when you when you're growing up like that, when the whole village knows you, mm-hmm. you're not gonna go around and, you know, stealing someone's stealing someone's house. Yeah. You're like, come on, man, why why did you do that? It's a shameful act. Yeah. 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 It's, and and it's like if the whole village knows you, you know, it's like um it's like you have you have someone to back you up. Mm-hmm. I feel like people wouldn't be so insecure. Mm. probably you know people wouldn't people probably wouldn't view themselves as harshly as they do today yeah they wouldn't view themselves like um they wouldn't they wouldn't place they wouldn't compare themselves to others yeah because you know you're around the same people every day hey you know the ins and outs of that person yeah so like you you go to accept yourself more yeah exactly you know um i was thinking about this it sucks mm-hmm. the way life is structured mm. because um, at one point, I used to see you every day, mm-hmm. um, because of sports and school, mm-hmm. and then life goes on, and now I barely see you. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's not that I've lost that um that relationship with you, but um you know it. Let's say we were living back in the days, that relationship could be much stronger yeah. than it is now. Yeah, you know, because it's like I would still see you often. Yeah, you know, but it's like life pulls us in different like it's like a road. With multiple exits. Yeah. You know, everyone has, everyone's going their own way. Everyone wants to do their own thing. Everyone, you know, um, but it's like, it's like, do we ever get a break from it? Does anybody want to break from life? Mm. You know, it's, it's like, um, at the end of the day, what are you working for? Do you think it's a bad thing that life pulls us, pulls us away from other people? I would say, um, yes and no. I would say, um, no, it's not a bad thing because um, it could force someone to mature um, in that sense. And it's um, important to form new relationships. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, you can form new relationships. You can meet new people. You mm-hmm. know, you kind of um, build yourself to be a different, like, a different person. Mm-hmm. Then I would say, um, yes, because, you know, um, you could still meet new people mm-hmm. um, while still knowing your your old association. Yeah. Um, and you can still do a lot of new things while still knowing your old association. But it's kinda like, um, life life, you know, it it'll it could tear people away from each other. It's like you almost burn a bridge without even knowing. Yeah. You know, it's almost like um it's almost like, you know, some people are like, Oh, I it's like, oh, I wish, you know, you know, people joke people joke about it, but they're like, Oh, I don't want to be forty with no friends, you know? It I don't think that was a norm back like back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you had, you always had, um, 
and I think people would be more in a sense to help someone else. Yeah. Um, How could you not help somebody you know or yeah. you care about? It's like, oh, I know him, man. You know? Um, Nowadays, people are just recording. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, I like I went to the park and I played ball the other day, and I was like, I have a bunch of new faces. I, and I, and um, I seen one guy that I knew, and um, we're picking up teams. I was like, oh, I want him because I know him. Mm-hmm. I've seen him. Like, that was just... Uh, my first thought. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I know him. I, I, I've known I've seen him. I've, I've played with him before. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know any of these other guys. Why, yeah. would, I, why would I play with them? You, got, you were, yeah. staying in your comfort zone. Exactly. Yeah. You know? And some people are like, oh, you got you to gotta expand your comfort zone. Yeah. It's like, uh, well, no, I don't want to lose. Mm. Um, I want to win. I came here to win. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, I, I already, I've already built, um, it doesn't, let's say I already built rapport with that guy. I already built trust in him. Mm-hmm. You know, a, a level of trust. Not I'm not saying it's a high level of trust, but mm-hmm. um, I know this guy now. You know, I know that he can play. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, well, why would I give up a good player to play with someone that, you know, it's a possible risk? Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it's like these these small things, like these subtle changes in life, you know, yeah. um, they they add up to be um, something that could be detrimental to us, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, is it for our benefit? You know, does someone really have to be alone? Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think so. I don't think who we were designed to be alone. Yeah, and the scriptures do say, you know, man wasn't meant to be alone. Yeah. Like, you're not in this world alone. And, you know, it was, it's in the book that, you know, some of you may not believe in the yeah. Bible. But, um, basic Basic instructions before leaving earth. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, something so simple. Like, let's, let's say, you know, to the people that are listening, let's say the Bible isn't real. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's not real. Um, but if you take those basic principles mm-hmm. in the Bible and apply it to your daily life, I'm pretty sure you'll still live um, a pretty good life. And to other people's standards, mm-hmm. you know, other people won't view you as this guy. They'll probably they may even view you as like, like who is this guy? Mm-hmm. You know, why is he why is he doing this? You know, if someone does something nice, um, um, I remember I did this once. So, um, there was a lady in in um. You know, I'm not like looking for kudos or anything like that. But yeah. there was a lady in the Chipotle line, um, and uh, she swiped a couple different cards, and none of them worked. Mm-hmm. And um, and uh, the line started building up, and I was like, "Here, just just put just put on mine. It doesn't matter." Mm-hmm. Um, and I was with a friend. He was like, "Was like, wow, what a guy." And I was like, "It doesn't matter, man. She's hungry. She 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 needs. She obviously wants exactly. something." And I was like, "That." I was like, I was like, I didn't, I didn't need a wow with a guy for that. Yeah. It was like, um, was somebody gonna, was somebody gonna pick it up or was mm-hmm. they just gonna throw that away? I was like. It's another human Yeah, it's hungry. like, that's someone else, man. Yeah. You know, like, I would hope somebody did that for me. Yeah. You know, I can only hope somebody would do that for me. Yeah. Um, but, you know, that's, I guess, that's just the, the world we live in now. It's funny how you said, you know. I'm not going to say I never thought of this, but how you said, you know, it's, it's messed up how I might be quoting you wrong, but it's messed up how life is structured. Yeah. It's as if it's like now it's, it's very business-like. It is. It is. And we, you know. It seems like it. Yeah. It seems like it. At first, you know, we're, we're kids. We have no responsibilities. We're free. You know, then we high school college comes into play what am I going to do for the rest of my life or whatever you graduate high school I remember when I graduated I cried as a matter of fact when I graduated middle school I cried why now that I'm looking back at it is because of all the connections I made yeah you know 
elementary school, when I graduated, I didn't know I was going to move on to the next grade because they said I was supposed to get held back, but I didn't. High school came along before I graduated. Well, when I graduated, well, before I graduated, my brother, brother was like, yo, this is going to be at a stage of your life where you think the people you called your friends were your friends. They're going to start disappearing one by one. Yeah. He prepared me for that. That, that, that's something. I remember you saying that to me. Yeah. Yeah. That's something because I pass on, I pass on the knowledge and I pass on the advice, you know, it's not fair for me to keep it to myself. He told me that. And then slowly but surely he said, at least three of them are going to hang around. And those are the, those are the ones you're going to call, you know, your best friends or whatever. And yeah. I know what he meant by that or whatever, but slowly but surely everybody in graduation. Oh, saw me crying. Oh man, don't cry, man. We're going to hang out. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. And they make memes of this now. <laughs> yeah, man. You know, like this is this is type of things like your, your words are affecting me. You know, like I really expected us to be yeah. kicking it and this and that. Hanging out and seeing each other. Like, yeah, bro. Like nothing's going to change. Nothing's going to change. But things change. Yeah. You know, people go their different routes. People go their different routes. Yeah. And it's messed up. It's messed up that, you know, there's no way to prepare for it. Yeah. But to go through it. Even things like social media. Yeah. You know, like. Instagram. Yeah. You know, there are people, everyone probably goes through this. There are people that probably don't follow you because they want more followers. Yeah. And it's like, uh, I know you. Uh, we went to the same school. Yeah. And it's like, you're not going to follow me? It's like, all right, it's not that, I, I'm not that petty. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, and it's like, oh, I won't follow you now because you don't follow. It's like, is this what our relationship was? Is this all that our, our relationship meant? You know? Follow. You know, a follow, you know? Or, like, follow for follow. Like, yeah. you know, it's something so small. Uh, you know, it kind of shows you, it kind of shows you, like, where people's minds are, 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 are at. Or, like, where they're at. Like, kind of, like, where, where we're geared to. Or, like, kind of, like, um, it's like how society raises us almost. Yeah. You know, it's like you have to have um, more more followers than the people you follow. Or something like that. You know, mm -hmm. it's like, it's like, what, what are we raising in today's society? Mm -hmm. Um. And it's something so, so, it's like so nonsense. It's yeah. like nonsense. Um, completely nonsense. Um, you know, uh, but I guess that's, that's just the world we live in. Man. <laughs> I don't know. Because, you know, the fact that, you know, we're diving into this conversation about, you know, um, you know, technology and how it was back in the day, you know our elementary school years and our middle school years and a little bit of our high school years, you know, that's kind of, we kind of were who we were. Yeah. You know, technology, well, I don't know how it is now, but when we were younger, like technology wasn't in the way. That's true. You yeah. know, social media wasn't there, you know. In high school, there was no Instagram. No Instagram. There was no Snapchat. We had MySpace, but my, like MySpace was so new to us, but it didn't take take us over. Yeah, you know what true. I'm saying. And Facebook, um, just kind of came out. Yeah, the, uh, the, I, I, I could, cause I'm trying to be fair in my analysis. The only thing I could see, MySpace uh, kind of, it was like who had the coolest page. I think MySpace was the 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 test. 
because we did have the top ten, the top twenty. Yeah, and we did our. That's like, true. If you had a girlfriend, you know why? 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 Why, why, why am I in the top ten? Exactly. Or why am <laughs> I number one? Or yeah. whatever. And then know? Facebook kind of like in a relationship. Yeah. Oh, it's serious. There you go. Yeah, it's complicated. Ooh, they might be breaking yeah. up. <laughs> so, so MySpace really, like, to to the for for us, MySpace was that test. Yeah. Of, the social media. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, it, so, almost in a sense. Because AOL, AOL, can we say AOL was the test? No, no. Because AOL was kind of. I never had it. You never had AOL? No. You never made a screen name? No. Um, AOL was. that. You could do instant message on AOL. AOL yeah. was instant messenger. Yeah, I remember that. I know. But I never had it. I know as soon as I came home, I was on AOL instant messenger. And I just keep it on. Phone was dialed up or whatever. We didn't have high speed internet or whatever. But anytime anybody got a message, do 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 do. You just got on the computer, just chatting, chatting. You have group chats. You have profiles, and you just go go and read people's profiles. If you're in a relationship, your profile says Bay is or yeah. my baby <laughs> such and such. And maybe AOL was the test for social media because it's just weird the fact that Instagram's all the pictures and this and that. It, <sighs> Some people need to cleanse from it, you know. I know people that, yeah, that man. get off it. They're like, I need to cleanse from it. Man. Do you think we could live without social media nowadays? It tainted us. It's it's a drug now. It's just like you said, we need to cleanse. It's, uh, in order for us to live without it, we'd have to detox from it. Yeah. I remember I got off it for a while. How, so how, how was your process? Um, uh, Well, I got off of it. And I noticed that, like, I wanted to go back on it. Those were your withdrawals. Yeah, it was like, I, I need to go back on it. I need to check it. Mm. Um, so then what I did was I, like, completely I wiped off everything off it. Huh. Like, followers, pictures, and everything. And as I was deleting, I was like, am I sure I want to do this? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> like, isn't that weird? Yeah, it's like, and it's it's nothing. It means nothing to me. Like, it yeah. has no value. Even if. Uh, let's say I was getting paid from it. Then it'd be maybe a little different because then I could look at it from a business standpoint. Yeah. Um, but, but you weren't getting paid from, yeah. from it. <laughs> and, and and you had all your connections in your phone. Yeah. Like, did, did you feel like you were missing out on something? Like, to, to me, that just, it's just, that just, it's worrisome and it bothers me because there's other people going through the same thing. That's true. You know? Maybe even worse. Maybe even worse. Yeah. They're like, they can't live without it. You know? Some people are probably always on it. Yeah. You know, what else did you go through? Like, um, <laughs> um, I went through the phase where I just deleted the app, and I and I and I was like, you know, I'll just I'll just have the app, but I won't check it. Yeah. Um, and I and I was like, but why do I need the app? Why do you need the app? Yeah. I was like, why do I need the app? So I I kind of went through that phase of like add add drop add drop add drop yeah. add drop add drop. Um, but it was it's like a it's like it's like an on and off relationship. Yeah. Uh, I don't need you right now. <laughs> I'm tired of you. But then I miss I, you. I noticed when I remade. <laughs> The Instagram. I was like, you know what? I'll make it again. I was like, I'm gonna see. I I I went without it for a while, so mm-hmm. I was like, um, I'll just remake it again. It doesn't really matter to me anymore. Yeah. Um, but I noticed like when I was trying to like when I was re-adding a lot of people that did add me, if they didn't add me, I was like, well, why won't they add me now? Why won't they add me back? Yeah. I yeah. was like, I was like, uh, and I kind of seen that view. I was like, I didn't see because some people like when I first made it, people were like, oh, a lot of people want agile. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Um, and everyone added me. Yeah. Uh, but now it's like, when I remade it, I was like, I guess this is the phase where people are either like, um, they, I kind of viewed it as 
they either think that they still have me, mm-hmm. um, or they're like, uh, no, I have, I want my follower to follow unfollow ratio mm. at this at this point. I'm like, I don't, I could care less about it now. Mm-hmm. Um, I just use it, um, just to view whatever is going on. You know, it sucks that these little things matter because, in a sense, I was guilty of it. Like, yeah, I'm sitting here like, yo. Why Why am I following so much people? I want to be a leader. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm following too much. Like, why aren't I, I ended up going to my followers or whatever or see the people, trying to find out the people who aren't following me so I could unfollow them. Yeah, they made apps for that. And they make apps for that. <laughs> it's, it's, I don't know, man. It's, I guess it's an insecurity. It's a fake insecurity. Yeah. Could, could we say that's a fake insecurity? It's like, um, am I accepted? Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like how it's viewed. It's like, am I accepted or am I really liked by people? You know? Um, and then there's always that aspect of, am I getting enough likes? Mm. You know? like. And you go to these celebrity pages, there are thousands and thousands million, or millions of people. Like millions, follow, yeah. And they're following one person. Yeah. And it's like... <laughs> <laughs> And it's like, you know, that's what my Instagram that's like that's what I need my Instagram to look like. Exactly. Oh, what, what was it? Um Drake's Drake's new song, um, um, In My Feelings. Yeah. Um, at the end of the video, uh, the woman's like, Oh, I, I need a picture with Drake. My Instagram is weak. <laughs> I didn't even hear that. <laughs> at, the, at the very end, she was like, Oh, I need a picture with Drake. My Instagram is weak. <laughs> she was like, I need to get these followers up. It's like, um, is that what is that is what is like does that make someone happy at the end of the day? Um, I I follow this girl mm-hmm. um on Instagram and she has uh like millions of like I think it's like twelve or fourteen or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um but she she posted an article. Mm-hmm. She was like, um, is this really for me? It's like is this something I really want to do? And she's like the constant criticism and everything about yeah. about it. She was like she was like sometimes she she just thinks about totally deleting the app and just getting away from it. Um uh I don't know if that's like her form of uh of, you know, income. I don't wanna ask. Yeah. Uh, but it's like, um, you know, to read something like that, it's like she she even questions it. Like, is it is it for me? You know, and you know, it's just like, um, do I really want to take these pictures anymore? Like, do I like do I really want to make this my life? Like, do I really want to always be on my phone? Like, um, you you should have asked her because you know there's ways to ask people certain things about. You you should just ask her. Um, is this benefiting you? Yeah. You know, in any way shape or form or aspect of your life is this making you a better person is this helping you out in some way you know yeah you should ask her but but what, what did what did she um i didn't want to go into like too much depth about it you know yeah. like when i kind of notice things like that it's like um i don't want to add add insult like or add injury to insult um, so kind of just left it as it is yeah um, it is what it is yeah yeah didn't go too deep with it with her yeah um but I mean, I I guess she's doing well since she has. Um, Does she keep it? Yeah, she still has it. She still right. has it. Um, I don't think she'll delete. Why? Is it? Is it's it a just, lot of followers. It's a lot of. It's follow- a lot of followers. Is she an athlete? Um, she's just some, I guess she's like oh, a good-looking Inst- chick. Yeah, she's a good-looking chick, like Instagram model. I guess you could say that. Um, mm, makes sense. She does Pilates and she likes the attention. Yeah. It, it, you know, followers come with attention. Like let's, That's true. let's it comes with the attention. Comes with the likes. It's probably something that she wasn't getting. This I mean, is this is just gets, an, assumptions. Thousands of of comments, you know, and you and you see how thirsty some of these guys are. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, baby, or whatever, whatever they're writing on. Yeah, there. it's and a com- it's, people probably in her DMs. Like, yeah, it's a confident booster. It is absolutely. Um, yeah, I feel like um, Instagram is 
Instagram can be used in that way for women. Yeah. Um. Um. I don't want to go too deep into that. Yeah. I I I don't feel. I never feel like um someone has to like expose themselves mm-hmm. um for profit. I understand. You know. Yeah. Um, I feel like if that's what you're doing it for, maybe you're doing it for the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, is that really what you want to be doing? Mm-hmm. Um, but I, you know, I can, I can never say that for someone, you know, they but make their own decision. I understand where you're coming from. And you know, that's the beauty of conversation. Yeah. You could talk about one side and you could talk about the other side and you know, you come to a conclusion, you know, God gives you two eyes and yeah. two ears. Want to hear bad, want to hear the good gives you two eyes. And he gives you one mouth, you know, make a decision. Yeah. You know, it's kind of... I feel like that's something people don't do enough of. Mm. It's converse. Mm. Um, like, I, I've i always tried um, to ask questions. Mm-hmm. Try to, like, I always, I've always tried to create conversation. Yeah. Because um, I know I'm not, I can't, I'm sometimes not the best at it. Mm. But I try to create conversation with people um, so I can, you know, like, kind of be good at it. Yeah. Um. But um, it's like, a skill now. It's, yeah, it is. It's, you know, it's crazy. But like, I'll look around, and you know, sometimes there could be a room full of people, and no one's speaking. Nobody's talking, and it's like, why? Yeah, it's like, why is that? You know, but you you can walk into, you know, a different room, and everybody's speaking, mm. and it's like, well, who said who set it off? Mm. You know, who was the person, you know, to create that conversation and get everybody speaking? Mm. Um, you know, just weird things like that. You know, I could I'll try to pay attention to. Or it's like, you know, um, I remember someone saying to me, it's like, you can read someone's body language. Like, is she into yeah. him? Is she not? Like, she, I know this woman, she likes to people watch. I'm like, what do you get from that? She was like, oh, you know, it's just, you can just, you know, watch people and see what they see what they do, like how they interact with people. And she was like, uh, if someone's on a date, for instance, she was like, um, you know, how the woman, if she's leaning over, you know, she's into the, him. She's into, she's like to the side or something like that. It's like she's not into him, but if he's leaning, if he's leaned over, like he's really into her. Yeah, and it's like I never thought of it from that sense. Yeah, I got a few body language books here. Um, uh, if you wanna like, uh, there's a show called Lie to Me. I don't yeah. know if they still have it on Netflix, but that's what got me into the whole body language thing. Body language and people watching is some serious stuff. You could tell, you could tell if uh, two people have been um, intimate with each other, yeah, or has had uh, intercourse with each other because everybody has their personal space. So if you have sex with somebody, yeah, you've you've uh, meshed together, which means you've allowed both uh, both parties into each other's space. So it, um, if they're standing less than ten feet apart, yeah, that means they've had sex. Less than I'm, ten feet apart. Less really? than ten. Am I saying ten feet? Is it? Not ten, ten feet. Ten feet is quite a yeah. Ten feet is a is a basketball hoop. It's basketball, quite a yeah. quite a big difference. Yeah, ten feet is the 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 height of the rim. My fault. If they're standing uh less than like a foot apart, yeah, that means they've had inter intercourse. I said ten feet. My bad. Like my bad. Uh, a foot apart. If they're standing less than like a foot apart, really? Yeah. If you and I are having a conversation, you could tell when somebody's a little too close. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> that that when when somebody's if two people are a little too close, that means they've you know, they've entered each other's spaces. Yeah. You know, but another thing, if you want to find out if somebody's lying or telling the truth, uh, that's why, th- this is where the saying, uh, actions speak louder than words. If you ask me a question and, I, and my mouth says yes, but my head shakes no, 
Yeah. Actions speak louder than words. The yeah. action of my head said no. So that's what you believe. The head, the shaking of my head, no. Yeah. Because your body never lies. That's why people people watch. And like, uh, body language is a serious thing. If a kid was to do a bad thing and you call that kid out, what's the first thing that kid's yeah. going to do? I noticed that today like, what, about what you're saying today. Um, uh, so I had this instance um, uh, these kids were supposed to be cleaning an area. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, two of the, only two, there were seriously three of them, but only two of them showed up. Yeah. Um, and and um, they were like, oh, he's not, he's not here cleaning. And I was like, yeah. all right, so what happened? Where is he? He was like, yeah. oh, he's in the computer lab. I was like, all right, so both of you, let's go. We'll, we'll go get him. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went, I went with them. We went to go get him. And um, before I walked in there, I went to go ask another supervisor. I was like, how, I was like, is he exempt from cleaning today? Mm-hmm. And then um, cause she knew what was going on as well. Mm-hmm. And she was like, one of them hid behind the door. And the other one was standing in plain sight. Mm-hmm. But when we walked in, I, I kind of noticed that he was really hesitant to move. And I was like, and I observed that, but I didn't say anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so when she told me, she was like, oh, he walked in. He was like throwing his hands on me. He was like, mm-hmm. ha, ha, And he was going on and on and on. She was, I was like, you know, you both of you. She said, both of you go. Mm-hmm. And, I, and when I walked out, I was like, that's why you were hiding behind the door. There you go. And he was like, and he didn't say anything. And there you go. And I was like, and that's why you were really quiet. There you go. And I, and I was like, I, it explains everything. It explains everything. The body never lies. Yeah. Never lies. <laughs> it's, it's funny. That's yeah. how our parents, that's why, like, when we used to do bad stuff when we were little in front of our, or, like, in front of our parents, our parents were able to tell which one of us did it. Yeah. Because. Especially because they're always around us. Always you know? around us. They, they they're know. They're studying us. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, they just know. It's, it's, it's not they just know. It's like. The head, the, the head, head tilts down, and it's like you're looking back. around. Yep. It's like, oh man, I messed mm-hmm. up. <laughs> I see that. Yeah, I see what you're saying now. If all right, check this out. If if you and I were in business together, or something like that, and you were trying to hide something from me, and before I entered the room, you put it underneath the couch, and you stood up, and I looked at you, and I'm like, "Yo, where's where's the thing that you took from my office?" If I stare at you long enough and you look, I'll start to like, eh, yeah, you're, you're, your eyes, yeah, your, your eyes will start to like look underneath the couch or whatever. And then your eyes will come back to me. I should automatically know it's underneath the couch because your eyes gave it away. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of police officers or detectives, sometimes when they have the person that they're trying to arrest and that person hides something, they, they're quick to look at that person's eyes because their eyes usually give it away. And that's the beauty of body language. Yeah. And that's what, uh, that's what women, um, I, I can't even uh, classify them, but yeah, but because they're always talking about intuition, because that's, that's what a woman intuition is. It's just, they're so good at reading body language. Yeah, they're like detectives, man. They play detective all the time. There's, they know when you're lying. Women, <laughs> women are better at reading body language than men. I'm not saying all, all women, because I can't speak for the whole group. But in general, women are better at reading body language than men are. Yeah. It says it in the book. Um, every, like when women are like the age three or something, that's why they're always in your face. They're always in your face, looking at your face. Your girlfriend, or you see she's always making eye contact with you. Yeah. Hey, why, why are you, something's off with you today. Yeah. Like how the hell do you know that? Like subconsciously, you're, it, it sends your, your conscious a message like, yo, Something's up. Something's off. Yeah. Exactly. It's like um, uh, I had a friend. Like something happened between him and his girl, and he was like, "I noticed it right away." 
he was like she was she was just different. Yeah. And um and he and like he was going on and on and just just kind of telling me. Yeah. And it was like she just changed. And I was like, how'd you know? And he was just like, he was, he was like he was like, you know, when you're with someone for that long, um, it's like you just notice subtle changes, behaviors. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like I, I was like I was like you, I was like say no more. I was like I understand. That's it. Yeah, I understand. It's just it. Yeah. Like, me and Rudolph. Rudolph was on the show or whatever. I've been, I've known Rudolph since middle school. Yeah. All right? Every time this man gets hungry, he gets quiet. And, like, <laughs> his head, his head goes down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, every time we're in the car and we're around a whole bunch of people, people are like, yo, what's, what's wrong with him? What's wrong with him? Yeah. I look over at him. Because he could always be the life of the party sometimes. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I, I know this, this dude so much. I look at him, I'm like, oh, he just hungry. Let's let's go to McDonald's. You guys are gonna see the change. You put food in this man's stomach, and he's a whole different dude. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like when you're around people, like that's 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 the beauty about it. And that's the I love that the fact you brought up body language because, you know, if we stripped away technology, th- these are things that are being lost and that has to be retaught to us. Yeah. Things that we know, but the fact that we don't work on it enough. Marriages might even improve. Yeah. You know, because yeah. they're just missing that key component of communication. Yeah, and and I, I've noticed something about me while I'm in relationships or when I'm dealing with women. They don't like being called out on that sometimes. Yeah, you know the fact that I'm paying attention, I'm very observant. I'm like, yo, something's not right. Something's not right. Yeah, you know, and I tell them this and that, and they don't like that. I feel like most people don't like being called out. Nah. Yeah. But hey, it's like, I'm not, why? Like, not going to accept, you're not supposed to accept somebody lying to you. Yeah, that's you know? true. Yeah. You know, that's, that's, that's it's, it's disrespect. You know, like, you, what did this artist say? No one likes a lying tongue. Nobody likes a lying tongue and you only lie to people that you're afraid of. Yeah. That's powerful. You know? Yeah. You only lie to people that you're afraid of because you, you're afraid of the consequences. That's why kids lie to their parents. Who, who broke the vase? Not me, not me. Yeah. Because you're afraid of the consequence. I mean, these kids lie every day yeah. that I work with. That's people like, lie. People lie. It's like, well, that's true. You yeah, know? that's true. It's yeah. like, you know, when you ever catch someone in your life, it's like, what are you lying for, man? Yeah. You know, it's, you know even if, even if, like, so, you know, um, if you know someone, yeah. and it's like, you ask them, like, it's like, what are you lying for, man? Yeah. Like, what are, you, what are you lying for? Yeah. Like, like what, 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 like, what do you got to lose? What yeah. do you got to gain? It's like, I, I don't get it, man. I'm like, what, what's the purpose of it? I yeah. see, I see exactly what you're saying. Um, something I do, I hate, I hate to lie. I'll mm. be honest. I hate to lie. Something I'll do. Let's say, let's say, um, uh, we're on the phone mm-hmm. and I was like, uh, you, and you just asked me like, what color shirt are you wearing? And I was like, um, I'm wearing a baby blue one. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that I just lied. It'll eat me alive. So I'll call you back and I'll be like, yeah, I'm just lying, bro. I'm wearing, I'm wearing a dark blue, navy blue shirt. <laughs> you're one of those. I'm like, I have, I'm like, I just had to tell you the truth. You're, you're an OCD truth teller. <laughs> I have to tell you the truth, man. Oh, man. I don't know what it, because I, I don't know. I, I guess that stems from, um, like, I try to live my life based off integrity. Mm-hmm. Um, so key component of integrity is telling the truth. Um, so it's like, if I can't say I'm a man of integrity, mm. if I lie about anything. I'm, I'm a little bit opposite than you. I, I'm not, I don't like lying. Yeah. I don't like lying. I'm very straightforward and I'm a, you know, f- very frank person at times. 
with me is I don't want to get crucified for being honest with you. You understand? Yeah. I always run into the problem where I'm honest with people, but for the simple fact that I tell them the truth, they get mad at me. They don't like it. They don't like it. They get mad at me. And I end up saying, you know what? Would you rather me lie to you? Next time I'll just lie to you. Yeah. And then they're like. That's even worse to yeah, people. There you go. They're like, the, the fact that I said that, that makes it even worse. I'm like, would you rather me lie to you? Then why are you so mad at me? You know, don't be mad at me because I told you the truth. Yeah. And I was honest with you. Some people don't like being blunt. Like, they don't like blunt answers. Like, I, I can't help that, though. Yeah. You know, I, I just give it to you straightforward. The only reason why I'm like that because I don't like being played with. Right. You know, I'd rather be somebody, like, with this, with this life structure that we've, you and I have discussed, and, like, life's becoming more of a business and business, you know, I don't, I ra- I'd rather deal with people straight, you know? Right. And, and, it, and it doesn't come out of... uh viciousness out of my heart or I think that's a good thing though yeah you know it's just it's just a respect if I'm straightforward with you it's it's a respect thing like we learned that in football you know watching film when our coach is chewing us out for taking the wrong step or not holding the ball in the right arm you know not not doing something that he taught us you know and he's chewing us out like were we supposed to take that in the wrong way if it's constructive criticism yeah you know it's the truth. It's, it's like, right in front it's, of it's us. Right, and everyone's watching. <laughs> Everybody's watching. You can't lie. What was it saying? You can't lie in the eye in the sky. Yeah. Something, whatever, know. you know? Yeah. Because the cameras, cameras are rolling, yo. You it's know? Like, yeah, everyone's like, and most people are just quiet. They're like, uh. <laughs> you, you, say, say you didn't do it. Say you didn't do it. I rewind it 10 times. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I, I guess that's the only feature that I'm missing, the fact that I can't. I can't rewind. Yeah. You know, rewind and play, rewind and play, you know? But that's that's just that's just my thing, you know. I'm honest with you. Don't crucify me and don't make me feel bad for telling you the truth. So yeah. it's like next time I might just lie to you. you Most know? people ask for the truth. Yeah. But I don't think they understand, understand what comes with it. Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, I would I would most I would honestly love to just be, always be told the truth. Mm-hmm. Cause then it's like um, I'm freed from whatever that was. Yeah. Yeah. Or it's like, um, um, if someone doesn't view me as the most handsome, they're mm-hmm. like, just say, it's like, I don't think you're that handsome. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah. Thanks. Subjective. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's like, but, thanks. but to the next person, you might be like, a God to them. Yeah. It's like, thanks, man. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know, that's, uh, I guess that's just, um, I don't think that has to do with society. Mm-hmm. I think that just. That's like a, a, a inbred human thing. Do you think we're conditioned to, to, to think that way? Because you know how they say, you know, you have, you hear sayings like you have to be brutally honest or the truth hurts. Yeah. Well, what is, what is brutally honest? It's just the honesty. I don't understand. I can be, well, I guess it could be like, um, no offense to all the big women out there, but it's like, uh, if a woman's like, do I look big? Like, mm-hmm. You could be like, hey, like, hell yeah, you do. Yeah. They'll be like, oh, uh, yes, you do. Or mm-hmm. be like, um, no, no, you're all right. Or you could be like, um, you're, you're nice size for your size. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, so you can say something nice or anything like that. Yeah. You know, depending on your tone of voice. Uh, but I guess brutally honest would just be like, yeah, yeah, of course you do. <laughs> you know. Or, but isn't that still the truth? Isn't that you know? You ask me a question, like it's still the truth, but I guess in the manner you use it. The truth hurts. The truth does hurt. Is it supposed to hurt? I think the truth, um, from Christ's example, is mm-hmm. supposed to set you free. 
Um, but then again, some people don't believe in Christ, you mm. know. But um, I still think that principle um, is ultimately supposed to set you free. Mm-hmm. Um, when you look at it from, let's say, you can look at it from objective or subjective standpoint. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like uh, you want to know the truth, mm-hmm. and you want to you want um, to not kind of be held down by this uh, pre notion of whatever it is that you're thinking of yourself or mm-hmm. whatever it is. Like it's just like, um, if I like this girl, it's like, does she like me back? That's mm-hmm. the only thing that's kind of filtering through my mind. Does she like me back? You know, in middle school, high school, you know, maybe at, even at this age, it doesn't matter. Whatever age, right? It's like, um, is does she find me attractive? Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like until you know if she finds you attractive, you know, that's that'll that'll be the that'll be like that truth that you want to know, and it's only after you find out. It's like no, she doesn't. Mm-hmm. Then it's like, all right, whatever, I can move on. All right, there's someone else. Or like, oh, that other girl looks just as pretty. Oh, that other girl is that, that girl, other girl looks pretty. But she does find you attractive. Like, yes, mm-hmm. you're like, it's like a burden's been lifted off your shoulders. Like, yes, she does, she does. So it's like I can make a move, mm. right? So you said you said two great things. You know, like the truth isn't supposed to hurt you. You know, we say the truth is supposed to set you free. But what if we don't know what freedom is? Then it's, mm. that's a good one. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I can't just speak without thinking. That. So, so you know, you know, so if, if the truth is supposed to set us free, but an individual does not know what being free is. Can they ever, can they ever truly be free? Or could they ever truly receive the truth? Mm. Um, I think that's based on the individual. Yeah, of course. Yeah. It's, um. But what the, what does it mean to be free? Is is being free? You know, like loving, like like what you said. You know, like the the the, the ugly stage of the dreadlocks. Yeah. You learn to love yourself. You learn to you know uh, accept yourself for who you are. So if somebody was to be just like what you stated again, yeah. if somebody was to be like BT, you know, you're an okay looking guy. You said, hey, okay, thanks. Yeah. So maybe you do know what freedom is. I think freedom for anybody is almost like a complete self-release from all things. Mm. So um, it's like I'm free of my own opinion and someone else's opinion. I'm free of of whatever circumstance or what. It's like it's almost like no care in the world. Mm -hmm. It's like I have no care or it's like um, what someone thinks of me, I say I really don't care. It's yeah. like how if I'm hungry right now, I really don't care. If it it's like it's like it's like you almost know it'll all it'll be provided or it'll be beneficial to you or it'll be um, it, nothing could really be detrimental to you. Mm-hmm. I think that's um what true freedom is, um in a sense. So you, you know? answered the question. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you you've been answering it all along. Yeah, you've been answering it all along. You know, but I guess that's to my own standpoint. I'm trying to do it um, more based on, you know, everyone, mm-hmm. you know, you know, could that be relatable to someone else? Yeah. Um, but I, I think, I, I think my answer could be relatable to everyone else. Of course. But, you know, that's ultimately up to uh, the, the, uh, listener. the listener. Yeah. yeah. Um, I did want to, I did want to speak about spiritual warfare. Yes. Where the hell have you been? <laughs> Where, so, where the hell have you been, man? <laughs> you just went ghost on literally, us. Literally. I went literally. I went ghost on the world. Yeah. 
Um, like I said, I deleted myself from. I mean, I wasn't. I barely use Facebook anyway. Yeah. Um, but I wasn't hitting up anybody. I wasn't. Yeah. Um, it was almost like. Um. Uh, so I went through. Um. Uh, after you know, like that that spiritual high, I I. I, yeah, go ahead, man. I talk. went through every, 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 like after I went through that spiritual high. Um, when you say spiritual high, what does that mean? Um, it was almost like an enlightenment. All right, an enlightenment based um based more around my spirituality with God. Mm-hmm. So um you know everything about uh I'm trying to find it was I don't I it's so hard for me to explain mm-hmm. you know how someone feels, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, it's like, uh, I used to say this when I, when I was in business with some people, it's like, you ever see the moon one night and it's like, the moon looks amazing. Yeah. And you take a picture of it, it looks nothing like how you're explaining. Yeah. You know, so it's very hard for me to kind of explain how I was feeling, um, and kind of what was going on mm-hmm. in life. But, um, but it's ultimately like that, that, um, analogy I'm using, you know, mm-hmm. like, the moon was just beautiful. Mm-hmm. The night was beautiful. The the stars were out. Um, it's like everything was aligned. It's like the world was was positioned to help BT. Mm-hmm. That's literally that's how I was feeling. You know, it's like everything around me was to my benefit. You know, um, and I was just viewing that I was I was literally in a, in in a point where I was trying to like physically chase god mm-hmm. i was like i have to find god that was that was that was like my mindset for for a time mm-hmm. i was like i was like this guy you know um he can't just not be anywhere mm-hmm. he has to be somewhere he has to be you know uh i was like i believe in heaven i believe you know in god i believe in the bible front to back and it was like he has to be um, a tangible thing, mm-hmm. you know, it can't just always be this, this feeling of goosebumps or whatever it is that's, you know, someone feels it's like, it's like, oh, this epiphany or whatever it is. It's like, he has to be legitimate mm-hmm. to me, you know? Um, so, you know, it was like, it was like, I would, uh, I'm, I'll be honest, you know, I'm, I'm kind of sharing and opening up a little here. Uh, but I would do things like I would stare at the sky like late at night, you know, and it, it, if I was with somebody or not, you know, I would do it like an indiscretion, mm-hmm. you know, but um, like I would stare at the sky and I would, you know, I would even stare at the moon and I'm, and I'm like, and I would look up and I'm like, there's a heaven up there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, how do I get there? How do I get close? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, how, how do I draw near? It's like, it's like, what do I do to experience this man in my life physically? Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, to kind of answer your question, um, after I went through this, this, uh, amazing enlightenment, uh, even, even, uh, so I'll kind of continue before I, before I go on, you know, mm-hmm. um, uh, any book I read, mm-hmm. uh, whether it be the Bible or not, um, it's like those books had such a powerful impact on my life. Mm-hmm. It was like, um, anything I was reading, I could take into perspective. All right. And it was like um, It's a good thing. Yeah. It's yeah. it's like I was using or I could see um anything that I read being mm-hmm. influenced in my life mm-hmm. in a positive direction and being used for my betterment. Mm-hmm. Um even when I read the Bible, I was like I've never 
um, even now, like I, I'll read the Bible, and um, but I won't, I won't find, you know, that like how did I tap into this? Mm-hmm. That 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 um, like that spiritual mind that, mm-hmm. that we're kind of talking about, that you were saying earlier. It's like, you know, how can we be there always? Mm-hmm. Um, just like I would read the Bible, and I was like, I, I was like, I never seen it in that in that point. I never seen it from this perspective. It was like, it was like I, it was like, um, like again, it's so hard for me to explain. You know, I I can't. I can only I can only try to share so much, um, but unless someone was in, you know, was around me at the time, you know, I I could probably better explain it. Like mm-hmm. while I was in the moment, because um, right now I'm, I'm I kind of can only reflect on that. I understand, yeah. Um, uh, so after that, after that, you know, that high, it's like I started experiencing a lot of negativity. All right. Um, so that kind of that kind of uh, it kind of um, I don't really when when a situation occurs um, I'm not like fight or flight mm-hmm. um, I kind of uh, fight flight or freeze yeah um, well I wouldn't say I freeze mm-hmm. um, I'll act um, I wouldn't say you know mm, you know I'll kind of I'll kind of stick around that situation mm-hmm. um, until it's like I really got to get out or escape. Mm-hmm. Um, like I'll try to always find like the betterment of it. So I'll try to I'll try to see like there's 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 where I can get out while still while you know like still maintaining. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, let's just say you know, situation occurred, like, I'll try to be in that situation and still, um, and still have, like, um, an optimistic mind about it. You know, like, this can still turn out to be, to, like, to something good. All right. Um, or, um, what I'll do is, I'll, I'll, I'll view that, like, how I was viewing it was, I don't want to bother anyone with my problem right now, so I'm going to figure this out on my own. Is that why? Is that why you you detached yourself? I did that. Yeah. Um. Like I wasn't seeing anything um beneficial to me um, being being around being people. around anybody. All right. Um. So, uh, there was a lot, so much negativity around me mm-hmm. where it's like you know people may say you know you're you're around bad energy or, mm-hmm. or anything like that, but um, but what what when you say negative, what's negative though? Um. What do you mean? What do you, what do you mean? Uh, what, what, what was so negative about, you know, like before, before you entered this phase of the spiritual enlightenment, what was so negative before? Okay. So, um, a lot of, um, what I was doing was, uh, like I was trying to put, you know, like the reason I cut my hair and things like that, like I was trying to put the Bible into perspective. Mm. Um, so like into, into reality. So like what this verse meant, uh, I would try to see that through life. Mm. Um, so like if I read a proverb that was like, um, uh, this is just an example, something about someone with a perverse tongue, mm. you know, I was like, it's, this man has a perverse tongue and I'll notice that from someone. I'm like, I gotta stay away from mm. Uh, I was like, this, this person can't be, um, beneficial to me. 
and 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 if it would say you know stay clear from someone with a perverse tongue, you know I don't want to par like not paraphrase, but I wouldn't be wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm just saying something like that. Yeah, yeah I, you know, I understand. Something around that sense. Something around that sense. Yeah, we're trying like, to we're trying to find a connection. Yeah, yeah. So like stay away from someone with a perverse tongue. Yeah, that's literally what I was trying to do. Yeah. Um, and then through that, I noticed like um I was meeting I started meeting the wrong people. Mm-hmm. It was like um. It was like no good was coming my way anymore. So I noticed a lot of good coming and then it was like a lot of bad started coming towards me. So I was kind of I was kind of like I'm meeting no one good at the moment. Mm. And it's like the, my my current association doesn't seem to be understanding what I'm what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And it's like, um, uh, so you know what? Since since this is all happening and it was kinda of happening a little too fast for me, mm. I was kinda of like, uh, I'm gonna slow down quite a bit. I was like, I'm gonna take like this this break away from myself mm-hmm. and uh, and away from everyone else. Yeah. Um. And it just kind of I guess it happened a little too long. And then in that process, um, I started trying to find myself. Mm. Um. Through that and trying to trying to have um, like a better outcome through that. So I was still trying to be optimistic about everything. Yeah. Um. But I guess that time was uh greatly needed. Mm-hmm. You know, just kind of away from everybody. How long were you away? Uh, I would say like a year and a half. A year and a half. Yeah, maybe maybe a little longer. Yeah, yeah. Cause I spent, um, I know for sure it was over a year, um, and then like you know I, I started hitting up. Oh, well, um, I I think the first person I spoke to was Diogo. He hit me up. Yeah, and um, uh, we spoke, and then I spoke to Tyler, and then we all hung out, and then um, was it weird like? transitioning back. Nah, I remember Demas was like, uh, it feels like nothing happened because mm. it's been like, it's been like a year and change that I haven't seen him. That's ever. a good friendship. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, and I was like, yeah, I was like, I, I said the same thing. I was like, yeah, it honestly feels like, you know, not, nothing. No nothing. judgment, no nothing. Yeah, and That's we all, we all just hung out and we, we laughed and yeah. you know, like, you know, we all just chilled for a bit and you know, we're at my house mm-hmm. and then, um, eventually we went home, you know, everyone went to their own homes and stuff, but, um, it was a good, it was a good transition to be back, you know. Um, so, con- like, kind of going off of what you were saying, mm-hmm. um, I, I noticed, you know, who true friends were, mm. you know. It's like people I could, like, if anyone, if anyone hit me up before, I've, I've always been like that, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I won't really try to bother people, mm-hmm. um, but someone can say I'm very, I can be very outgoing. Mm-hmm. Um, but if someone hits me up before them, um, I'll try to, maintain that relationship just because I see they they kind of go out their way yeah. um, to like create a relationship. So when you hit me up, um, I was like, this, this, this could be still a true friend. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like, this is someone, this is someone that still seems to care for me. Mm-hmm. Um, even though we haven't spoken in a while. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, dude, you were, you were, you were away. And I saw, I saw your brother at, uh, where he was working and saw your brother. And I'm like, yo, yeah, he hey he he hasn't even seen me. Yeah, yeah. it's like I'm, I'm like yo, is he okay? He's like yeah, you know, he's just going through his things. Hit him up or whatever, you know, like. But that's that's way before I hit you up. You yeah, know? I'm like all right, you know, like maybe he just needs his time to himself. Yeah, he'll reach out when he's ready. You know. Yeah, yeah. Um, I would say this honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, that point where I was at, mm-hmm. where. I was in, it was like a phase of enlightenment. Mm-hmm. I'm still trying to find that point mm-hmm. or trying to understand how do I get there? Mm-hmm. Or how do I reach that? How do I, 
um become one again uh, it's like um uh cuz i did have uh at that point i probably had the most peace in my life that mm-hmm. i've ever had mm-hmm. you know with everything it was like i could imagine you know yeah. no social media n- nothing no social media depression you know you're not looking at other people's lives comparing yourself and things like that yeah. i could imagine yeah it was um it was a good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a good time. And now it's like, um, did your behavior change? Like, what was your behavior like when you were when I was away? Yeah. Um, were you eating? What were you eating? You know, what were you drinking? Like, you know, you're away. Like, no vehicle. Like, no telephone. Um, I did have a phone. I just wasn't using it. All right. So, what, what yeah. was that like? We spoke earlier about you know. Being in an on and off relationship with Instagram yeah. or, you know, social media point blank, you know, where you delete your app and you put it back on, delete yeah. that. You had your I phone. didn't want to speak to nobody. It was it was it, it difficult? Was, it was it was nope. I would literally um like let's say if I if I got a text, I would look at that text. I would honestly look at that text and So like, you read the text. I would read the text. <laughs> <laughs> I would read the text. All right. And I would be like, ah oh, no, nah, I won't reply. And it's like ah oh, I really don't Did that take people. a lot of strength? No. I mean, depending on who texted me, I'll mm. be honest. Depending on who texted me, mm. so I'm like, uh, I, I really feel like I should, I should, I should hit him up, you know. Um, or if someone needed me, I'd be like, oh, it's like, do I hit him up? And it's like, um, it, 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 it would, it would, it's a little more difficult yeah. than I would say, yeah, you know. But it's because it's like, you know, if someone wants you to be there for them, it's like you want to be there for them, exactly, yeah. Um, but like, um. I even went, I even, you can almost say I went on a vow of silence, but I didn't take a vow because I stopped speaking for a while. You even stopped speaking? Yeah. Literally speaking. Like, I wouldn't use words. Um, um, and I was completely. You Were you know, conscious of this? Yes, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, what made you. I, uh, guess this, I guess this all ties in to the, to the speak about spiritual warfare. Because um, during that time, I never experienced um, when I was saying negativity. So I'll give you an example. Mm-hmm. Um, strange things, very strange things. Um, so like, I had this conversation with this woman. Um, she lives like down the street mm-hmm. um, from where I live. And um, was this during the time or before the time? This was kind of like during during that period. All right. So uh, this was this was before. I kind of went ghost. And this is, uh, so this, this before I kind of went ghost, but still while I'm at, I'm coming, I was kind of coming down from a spiritual, from that spiritual alignment mm-hmm. that I said. Um, her name was Sheila. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I had the conversation with, there was, it was her, but before I had that conversation with her, mm-hmm. um, I was speaking to this, this other gentleman. Mm-hmm. And um, he was speaking about David in the Bible. Mm-hmm. And in the Bible, in the book of Psalms, it mm-hmm. mentions Sheila, which I think is, um, I forget whose son, um, but, but um, let's just go on from that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mentioned Sheila, mm-hmm. and I, I just thought that was like such a, it was like an epiphany, and it was kind of like a, uh, well, that's not a coincidence to me. Mm-hmm. It's like, how, how does he speak about David? And this, here comes this woman, and I, I've, I've never met her, but I've seen her before. Yeah. And it's like, her name's Sheila, and it's mentioned in the Bible. And, um, and um, she was kind of like, you seem really down for some reason. And and um she's never really spoke to me, but she's seen me as well. Mm. She's like, you seem really down for some reason. She's like, she just she's like, you just seem like 
you have the whole world on your shoulders. And she was like, what's is going on? Is that what you were feeling, though? Um, I feel like I had a lot, a lot on my plate. Yeah. Looking at it, me being an outsider, looking at it, you've been through a lot, bro. You know, you've been yeah. through a lot. Uh, college football. You know, you, bro, you were very adamant about making it to the league. Yeah. You know, you, your work ethic was there. You know, like every single day, you were there. You know, you were there. Like, nothing could stop you. Yeah. Like, not even a wall. You know how coach, like, yo, if I send him to run through that raw, he'll run through it. That was you. Yeah. Like, no care. Like, hey, man, I'm going to go there. You've been through a lot. Like, I could imagine, like, the, the ACL surgeries that you yeah. had to go through. That was, um, those were tough, man. Really tough for me. And, you know, and it's not, it didn't only happen. Exactly. It didn't only happen once. It happened to, to you twice. Yeah. For you to, Get broken down and built yourself back up again. Broken down and built yourself back up again. That's tough. Yeah, you know, and you're, you're transferring and doing all that. It's, you you did have a lot on your plate, bro. You know. Yeah. So I could imagine. You know, um, I I guess you could even say those um were were you know like uh part of I guess like spiritual warfare because yeah. in high school, um, I tore my ACL, um, you know probably the best high school game that I was going to have, you know, yeah. you know, on the track to break records or whatever, you know, I could have had my own PR, you mm -hmm. know, for that high school game. And, you know, and it's like, no one could stop me in that game or whatever it was. And, you know, um, I had, you know, different, different schools looking at me and it's like, I seen everything go out the door once that happened. Mm -hmm. Cause I made the paper, it made the papers that I told my ACL. Mm -hmm. Um, and then in college, here it goes again. It's like, I had all these schools once again, looking at me. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, I, it's like, I guess nothing happened to him, mm. you know? And, um, you know, I never put in so much work to something that I wanted. You invest, that's an yeah. investment. Yeah. And, and um, you know, for the doctors to tell me, they were like, they had probably one of the worst ACL tears we've ever seen in the, in the state of Minnesota. Mm. You know, the team of doctors to tell me that, you know, it's not, uh, it, it wasn't the best news to me, mm -hmm. you know? It, 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 it really broke me again, you know? Because it was kind of like, it's kind of like, am I really going through this again? In Minnesota, like the Vikings, Adrian Peterson was there. He yeah. tore his ACL. I bet you that probably went through your head. The fact that the doctor's like, yo, this is probably the worst ACL tear we've ever seen in Minnesota. Yeah. That's and that's 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 powerful. Right. That's yeah. that's 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 a very heavy sentence to say. You know? Um yeah. I the way the way I see it, because I kind of view spiritual numbers as well. Mm -hmm. So we look at like uh, um you know, the number one is unity. The number two is division. The number mm -hmm. three is a perfect number. Mm -hmm. um, the number seven is a perfect number. So nine is a perfect number. Eight's infinity. Yeah, eight's infinity. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like, I, I, I kind of memorized most of them. Mm -hmm. um, so, like, I was speaking, like, I joke about this. Mm -hmm. I joke about it because I don't know how to cope with it. You know, so, like. That's fair. Um, Comedians do that a lot. Yeah. yeah. So, like, um, I remember Demon said that, like, after, um, you know, I, I finally came back, he was like, why do you joke about about you know kind of what you went through yeah and you know i was just like it's just funny to me you know it's not it's not it's not necessarily like, haha funny mm -hmm. um but you know i look at it and else and uh, it'll kind of be like it's like you know um i don't want to share too much mm -hmm. you know but it's kind of like mm, like i don't know how to explain it it's like uh it's like damn that really happened to me you know like i was really going through something like that yeah um 
But, you know, I joke about it because I don't know how to cope with it. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I, I do that too. Yeah, it's like, I don't know how to talk about it, you yeah. know. So when you're asking me this, like, I'm not trying to be vague. I'm trying to ask the, I'm trying to answer the question and mm-hmm. I'm trying to, you know, share as much. Um, and it's still like, I don't know how to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't know how the listener is reacting to it. Mm-hmm. You know, like, um, I've shared some things about my, that spiritual, that spiritual enlightenment, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and I've experienced some things and I've seen some things um, that were kind of like, um, the, I guess the best night. And I still think about this tonight. And what did you, yeah, after, after you get into this, I want to go into what did you see? Yeah. Um, I won't say. You won't say it. Yeah. I won't say. <laughs> All right. That's um, right. Could you, could you at least try to, in the vaguest way possible, say it? Um, was it, was it, was it, was it? Uh, that was, this is what I was going to say. The best night I've experienced. All right. The best night. And this is the night. I think about. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason I won't say it is mm-hmm. because um, I was I was doing some reflecting prior to coming here, and mm-hmm. it was kind of like um, something I did do more of was mm-hmm. carry more discretion. What do you mean? Um, so um, I noticed like um, I was more discreet about who I was. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like if someone asked me something, I would give them the answer that mm-hmm. they're that they're obviously asking me mm-hmm. but i'll still be discreet behind that so it's like um if someone was like are you wearing a chain i'm like yeah i'm wearing a chain mm-hmm. just a gold chain mm-hmm. but on the gold chain there's a ring on it mm-hmm. so it's like um you don't have to know that mm-hmm. it's like so i'm just telling you i'm just telling you what you're wearing mm-hmm. i'm just telling you what you want to know um but instead of giving you more information that's needed um so i was being i was maintaining a form of discretion mm-hmm. um just based on myself um, so I would say the best night, the the best night like I can ever think of, mm-hmm. like to this day, um, uh, I had I had it with Tyler in front of his house. And I won't I won't say what I saw, but mm-hmm. uh, what I saw was enough to make me believe that God is is a tangible being. Mm-hmm. Um, that was enough. That that was. That was one of the nights that was that was that was kind of like everything you know that I was doing mm-hmm. um, led up to that point, but it was like because I was in the moment, I was like in shock. I was kind of like, I was kind of like, this this is amazing. Is that what woke you up out of your enlightenment? No, no, no. Um, I didn't even process. I still still to this day I can barely process like. Um, um, what it is, like what it, what it, what, like n- not what it is. Like I know, I know what I seen, mm-hmm. um, and I know what I experienced. But it was kind of like, um, it's like imagine, imagine, imagine you go, you know, I w- it was a time frame for me, mm-hmm. but it's not like I was, I was, it's not like I had the hopes of really seeing anything. Mm-hmm. But imagine seeing something that was kind of like. This is like this is this is more than an arrival. This is more than anything that I could ask for. Mm-hmm. Um, imagine you wanting this dream life or whatever it is, and you get tenfold that. You know, I don't mm-hmm. if that can put it into uh, comparison or perspective. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of like, uh, it's like what more could I have asked for? Mm-hmm. What more proof could I need? Do you think you saw him because of what you sacrificed or saw whatever you saw that night because of what you sacrificed? Um, you sacrificed a lot. 
Um, I would say I seen what I seen because I'm loved. Mm-hmm. Um, not to say that everyone else isn't loved. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would just say I seen what I seen because I'm really loved. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that God knew that sincerity in my heart. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, it was like, it was like a child seeking his father. Mm-hmm. You know, a child seeking a, pa- a parent. It was like, um, there was no, there was no real motive behind mm-hmm. it, but it was like, I need this or I want this mm-hmm. and I really want this. Um, so it was like, I worked for it. It was like something, yeah. something again, I worked for and I was rewarded, mm-hmm. um, with, with, with what I seen. So, mm-hmm. um, that was probably the best night because, um, it's like, it's like it it gave me it gave me more than a sense of relief. Was it thing you saw out of this realm? Um, sure, you could say that. You could say that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, um I'll share this. So this is something like um um on the on the more negative side. So uh, I'm not a big fan of the dark. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can cope with it, but I'm not a big fan of the dark. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, I remember, I remember one time I told Diogo this because um, I was walking home. I was walking from from their home. Mm-hmm. They live pretty close to my home. Mm-hmm. Um, so I remember I was telling. I was like, I was walking from. I was walking home, and I when I got to like the driveway, um, I stood. Um, uh, so there's a narrow path, and so in the narrow path, um, I st- stopped standing. And it was like I could I could feel you know when someone's staring at you someone's looking at you mm-hmm. and it's like I looked to my left and I was like I could literally feel like someone's looking at me and it was like around the corner um from the house I was like it was it was such a heavy feeling like piercing yeah it was like I was like what the heck like it was like it was like darkness was surrounding me I was like what the heck is around that corner mm-hmm. but everything in my body was telling me to go inside. Mm. It was like, don't go, don't go, don't go there. It was like, go inside. Mm-hmm. Just go inside. And like, that was the only thing running through my mind. Like, my mind and my heart were both on the same page. They were like, go inside. You you and you and uh, Diogo. It was just me. Just me. I walked home alone. Mm-hmm. And um, and uh, I, I was just like, I was like, you know, I'm going to take myself up on that. I was like, I'm going to just go inside. Mm-hmm. I did not go look what was on. I did not. I, was, I wasn't. I wouldn't say I was that uh, sure. I wasn't that brave to go look what was around the corner. Mm-hmm. And I told Diogo about that. And he was like, why didn't you look? I was like, nah. I was like, some things you got to listen to. I was like, my body, I was like, you I was like, felt it, that before. No, I was like, I never experienced. It was like, I felt, I felt threatened. Like this is life or death right now. I felt threatened. Like I was like, I didn't know what was around that corner, but I was like, I can't go there. I should not go there. I was like, this is something I should not be doing right now. I was like, go inside. Um, and um, when I told D- and when I told Diogo, he's like, oh, he should have went outside. And I was like, nah. I was like, nah, bro. Um, um, so like, uh, um, to to kind of go off on that mm-hmm. was um, so when I was, uh, I'm still trying to guess, trying to find that 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 enlightenment mode that I wasn't. Mm-hmm. Um, so. I uh, 
there's a car there's a car parked kind of on that side of the house now. Mm. And I remember it was late at night. I was um listening. Was just, I was um I walked outside, let the dog out, uh, came back in, mm. let him back in. And I was like, and I stood outside, and um I was like, you know, I'm just playing some music and chill outside for a bit. You know, it just kind of gets like some fresh air. Mm-hmm. And um, as I was standing, I was like, I noticed I'm on the side of the house, and I was like, it was it was really dark outside. And um, I was like, I was like seeing a lot of stars and like, I, like it's not a lot of houses, like the houses were lit up mm-hmm. and I was just kind of like, I was thinking to myself, I was like, what was it that was there? Like, what was it that was there? And, um, and, um, I was kind of like talking to myself, like in my head mm-hmm. and, um, I was just kind of like, I was just kind of thinking and, you know, like, like, like I, I think I made the right, the right choice and the right decision. And, um, I was just kind of like. And myself, I said, be gone. I was like, go away, be gone. Whatever that was. And I was like, I'm going to let this go right now. I'm going to clear this up. And I was like, I was like, I'll stand here all night. It takes. Whatever it takes. But I was like, I'm, I'm not going to let that become a, a deciding factor of um, like how, like I won't let that become like a deciding factor of fear running my life. So I, I stood out there. Like in that spot, and I was like, I'm gonna stand here until I feel comfortable enough where I can go out, walk back inside, walk back, or walk to that same spot, mm-hmm. look, and be like, I'm all right, right? Mm-hmm. And they did not want that to be like, like fear controlling me. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, what I seen that night was enough for assurance for me. Like, mm-hmm. I'm uh, like, this is okay. Um, I cannot word this. Was it? A form of uh, a form of protection that you saw, uh, a guardian. No. Um. What do you mean? Form of protection, a guardian. You know, we they say we all have guardian angels. Guardian angels. Yeah. Um. You can say both. You can say both. Yeah. Hmm. Um. But yeah, for me, uh personally you know mm-hmm. what i seen was enough for me to be like this is okay and now every time i walk out i'll look in that corner i'll just be like i'll just kind of smirk about it like hmm. did, did did what you saw did 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 it speak to you no you, you, both times no i've, oh, I've never heard i've never heard um mul- it's been multiple occasions mm-hmm. um one time was a definite like like this was this was uh, a definite, mm. but on multiple occasions on, on, you know, it could be on a weekly basis. I can see, I can see this sign of assurance on a weekly basis. Let's say uh, like three, three out of maybe three to four times mm. out of, out of the week. So like maybe three to four out of seven times out of the week, I can see this sign of assurance. Mm-hmm. Um, um, that gives me like a huge sense of relief. Mm. Um, but, um, that, the the one time that I seen this mm. this um amazing experience was once mm. um was that was that was more of a like it was more of a like uh, you know it was a bliss I don't moment. know but <laughs> it was a blissful moment I'm yeah. trying to find like the perfect word it was it was the perfect moment for me mm. you know. Um, which, which is weird because it's not weird, but I was with someone else, mm-hmm. but. So you were were you outside by yourself? I was outside, but I was with someone else. So, um, 
So somebody he, else caught this moment as well. No, that's that's the thing. So I was with someone else, um, and and um, when I looked up, so I looked up, and I started it, and um, I just started gazing. When I looked up, um, I seen what I seen. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was like, yo, 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 check this out, check this out, check this out. I was like, yo, look at this, look at this, look at this, look at this. I'm trying to get that person, they were on the phone. I was trying to get their attention mm-hmm. so bad. And I was just like, I had to just, I just stuck my hand over his phone so he couldn't see. I was like, yo, look at this. Mm-hmm. While keeping my eyes like on the prize the whole time. Mm-hmm. And I and um when he when he looked up and I when he looked up, it was like too late. It's like one of those. I was and I was like, bro, you gotta believe what I just seen. It's like you have to believe what I just see. I was like, look at this with me. Mm-hmm. I was like, I know you can't see it, but look, but look, do you see anything? Mm-hmm. And he was like, nah, let's see what you're talking about. And it was kind of like one of those moments where like, you know, someone could go, someone could say, like a shooting star in a sense. Well, I wouldn't say shooting star because people see them all the time. Yeah. But it was kind of like, not like as in, uh, when I say shooting star, as in you look in the sky, you know how it disappears quickly. Yeah. And like before you grab the person's attention, yo, shooting start, and then they look up too late, um, and it's no, gone. No, no, not like that. Because just because, um, it was enough time where mm-hmm. where I was literally like that. I was like, I was look, I was looking, I was speechless. I was in awe. I was just gazing, and then so you had time to stare at. This I was staring, yeah, for quite for quite a long for quite a long time, and or it then, felt like that, um. I would no, because I didn't say anything. Anything for a while. All right. I was kind of felt like that. While I was just kind of like, I was like pause. I was like, I was staring. I was like, yo, yeah, 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 yeah. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. Like I, I kept repeating that. Yeah. And then by the time he looked up, I would say it was sixty seconds. Oh, that's a long time. Sixty seconds. That's a long time. Yeah. Sixty seconds of me just, just, just absolutely. It was. I felt like I didn't even want to blink. Like, that's 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 the sure assurance that I knew of what what I knew what I was seeing was absolute. It wasn't just it wasn't just um this you know, uh, random thing. It was mm-hmm. it was absolute of what I was seeing, and I was kind of like, what color was it? It was. Could you dis- could you describe the color? As bright as the sun. It was bright. Yeah. Alright. But it was it was amazing. It didn't have no other colors. No. It was literally like looking at the sun. This reminds me, it, it kind of, this is kind of triggering uh one of the stories in, in the good book where I forgot the name. Where the guys like go behind the rock and you'll see me. Yeah. Yeah, and then all all, all the person saw was uh, a shiny light. Yeah. Yeah. It was um it was I mean I think about that moment mm-hmm. and and I'll just get quiet and pray cuz I'll just be like thank you. Is that what you were asking for? I never asked for it. I for anything like that. Maybe inside you were asking for it? I that's what I was saying, you know, it was kind of like a child just a child searching Search for, his, for father. his father. Yeah. You know, but um I didn't know where he was. I wasn't really asking. I never prayed about it. You know, I never, you know, wanted, I never, uh, it was like, that's why I was saying, it was more of a reward that I could ask for, you know, because I didn't ask for anything. 
I wasn't asking for anything like that. You know, mm. I wasn't I wasn't asking for assurance. I wasn't asking for proof. I wasn't asking for for something concrete, but I received it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, "This is this is amazing." So now, when someone says, "If if someone were, if someone were to tell me, you know, you know, I hear, you know, when people, you know, if people are like, you know, they don't believe in God, I'm just like, what do you want me to tell you, man? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. What do you want me to say? Mm-hmm. Or it's like, um, you know, they don't they don't believe in this or that, but the Bible, I'm just like, all right, I." What do you want me to say, man? It's mm-hmm. it's all there, you know. If if you want an open mind about it, I can tell you what I know. Mm-hmm. I could understand why certain people could be agnostic about yeah. you know not believing. Like yeah. we we have to we have to come at a different angle instead of telling them you know, hey, you know, I can't I can't explain it to you. Instead, because. We're both we're both Haitian. Yeah. You get what I mean, I'm saying? I could explain to you. Um, yeah. But I guess that's just me being um, yeah. still trying to keep like discretion about yeah. what I've seen. Um I guess why do that? Maybe I should share because I've heard that I'm not I'm not saying you should share or anything because you know we 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 have multiple books about people experiences seeing or having dreams or having died and then come back and seeing these things. Yeah. You know, or seeing another life or another realm or whatever. Maybe these people just aren't exposed. Yeah, as to much. That. Yeah. Some people uh some people are, they need to see it to believe it. That's true. You know? Yeah. Some people they just But can't. then I would what I would say, um, I understand like seeing is believing. Mm-hmm. But some, if you yeah. read the Bible, it's contrary to Jesus' speaking. Because he says, um, like he would say, like um, he said to Philip, he had little faith because he didn't believe that he was resurrected. Mm-hmm. So it's he like, had to see it, and he had to see it to exactly. believe it. That's why I say um, that. So it's like, um, let's say, um, you know, if you read the Book of Revelation, it says he'll come again. Mm-hmm. You know, and most people are like, oh, the rapture, the rapture, mm-hmm. right? Um, but let's say, let's say God wants. Uh, X amount of people or, or, X, or X percentage amount of people to believe that he's coming mm-hmm. before he comes. You mm-hmm. know, well, I don't really know his thought process on, mm-hmm. on that, you know. But let's say he wants X amount of people to believe that he's coming. Mm-hmm. Let's say that won't happen for another X amount of years, mm-hmm. right? So, um, but it could happen tomorrow. Mm-hmm. X amount of people believe, yeah. right? But that won't happen because people are in doubt. So just how Philip was in doubt mm-hmm. until he's seen. Um, so it's like, why he, so it's like, why would I show myself to people that don't believe me? Mm-hmm. Well, they, there's like, what's the point of believing me? Why not just wait X amount of years? Mm-hmm. So it's like, it, it's like, um, the same thing could be used for, you know, your podcast. It's like, why, why, why would I, why would I go out of my way and do this for someone when they don't even believe in my podcast? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, or why would I do this to someone when they don't even believe in me? Yeah. It's like, you know, um, so that same mindset, you know, God could use that same mindset. It's mm-hmm. like, why would I do this? Why would I do this for someone when they don't even believe in me? Mm-hmm. Or it's like, or they won't even try to believe in me, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like, um, could God use that same logic? Because he could, you know, it's like, what? what's, it's like, um, you know, uh, what was it? It's the Church of the Wild, and it's like, what's what's a king to a god? What's a god to a non-believer? Mm-hmm. Um, he's still a god. Mm-hmm. You no, know? yeah, like I that. always say that too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, he's 
a technically still a god, mm-hmm. um, but to a non-believer, he's not. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, but you know, it's like you could use that. You know, it's like it's like um, so now God has to prove his existence of God, mm-hmm. even though he's done it. Mm-hmm. It's like now I have to reprove that. So it's like, do I have to prove myself to be a man? It's like I'm already a man. Yeah. It's like, but it's like, what if a if a woman was like, prove to me that you're a man? It's like okay. you have to live up to her definition. Yeah. Which makes you a uh, a slave or a prisoner to her. Yeah. Perception of a man. So it's like, uh, no, I'm a man. Yeah. And that's that's my answer. And that's, that's what I'm going with. So it's like, um, what if it's like people don't see it that way, mm-hmm. don't think of it that way. But what if you, what if what if your definition, um, was concrete? Mm-hmm. So it's like, so now I'm a slave to your definition exactly. of, of whatever that means. Yeah. So it's like, does God have to, does God have to humble himself mm-hmm. who is already humble? So does he have to stoop to your level to be who he says he is? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, um, Moses had this spoke, mm-hmm. had this conversation with God and he was like, I am who I am. Mm-hmm. He was like, what do you mean? And he's basically told Moses, what do you mean? He's like, I am who I am. It's like, tell them I am who I am. It's like, I am Yahweh. It was like, that's, that's my name. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he went with that. So, and it, I mean, <laughs> I mean, it, it's, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of tough because it's like, do you believe in the Bible? Mm-hmm. I mean, you can kind of use that. But, you know, if you read that, for, their trip to the promised land was two weeks, mm-hmm. lasting them 40 years. Mm-hmm. It's like, and all along that way, it was because of unbelief. So out of the, Hundreds of thousands of people that were supposed to answer, only two answered. Not even Moses did. Because at one point, Moses had unbelief. Mm-hmm. So it's like, he didn't even experience the promise. Mm-hmm. Even though he let everyone, he only seen it. And for him, for him, that was God's reward. That was enough. For, that should have been enough for him. So it's like, so I guess, you know, it's, uh, it's a tough thing to say when you speak about this because you want to be, um, like objective and subjective mm-hmm. um, to both the viewers, listeners, and whoever that listener is in front of you. Mm-hmm. Um, just because not everyone is always on the same wavelength and other people have different beliefs, mm-hmm. you know? It's like, you don't have to think like me, mm-hmm. you know? You, you just shouldn't think like me if you really want to go that far. Um, but it's like, you know, um, is there one truth, you know? There's more than one road home. Yeah. It, it, could, it could lead you home, but mm-hmm. um, they're still the right ways. You know? Yeah. Um, uh, to kind of, kind of go back, I, I didn't finish that, that story that I was yeah. kind of saying. Yeah. Um, but with the woman, Sheila, uh, so she said you kind of felt, she's like, she she was like, she noticed, she was like, you, feels like you had the world on your shoulder. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, I was in between, I was speaking her, to her in between a wooden fence. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not like a high wooden fence. So it's mm-hmm. like kind of like a low wooden fence. Mm-hmm. Um, so I could see her through the fence. Yeah, yeah, so it yeah. was kind of like those, like a two bar yeah. fence or something like that. Um, so I went around, um, I gave her a hug and mm-hmm. I, I kept speaking. So the guy I was with, I was with, I was on one side mm-hmm. speaking with her and there was a guy next to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went on the other side and I started speaking to her. She was like, she was like, she was like, see, you look, you look much better now. She was like, it's like it's like whatever that was that that was that was like hanging on your shoulders like it's like it ran away, and she was like she was like she was like that was a bad vibe for you mm-hmm. a really bad vibe like that line 
that right that's like that fence that line was like a really bad vibe for you um so i told um i went home mm-hmm. um kind of in like better spirits but i told my two little sisters that mm-hmm. and at that time um we had some guests mm-hmm. and um and uh i remember walking into my hallway towards mm-hmm. the room and i told them that she was like the, i was like the woman said it's like it was like that line right there was like a really bad vibe for you I remember walking to that hallway, um, um, and I was like, I felt a huge heaviness on me again. 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 Um, much stronger, than mu- a much stronger vibe than when I was outside. And I was like, it was like, um, it was kind of like, I didn't know where it was coming from, but I was like, it, it was, I wasn't, I wasn't froze, because I was, I was like, I was kind of like, what do I do? Mm-hmm. I was like, right now I'm in my home. I was like, I never experienced this. I'm in my home. And I was like, is this the guest? I was like, I didn't know, you know, what that was. Um, so I was, I was, so um, I, what, in my mind, I was like, um, it's obviously the guest because I've never experienced this. Mm. Um, so I went and I spoke to the guest. Mm. Um and and as I was, and I remember uh, I had a, a small conversation um, with that woman mm-hmm. and it was like, it was like, I, the more I spoke, the more, the more the heaviness I felt. And I was just like, it was like, I was around darkness um, in a sense. It was like, it was like, and uh, she gave me some, that woman gave me some advice and she was like, you know what you should do? She was like, you should, um. He was like, you should just play some music and um just, just sit down and relax. And I was like, uh, I was gonna fast that that same day as well. Mm-hmm. I was actually fasting that same day. Um, when you say fast, like, what was your fasting method uh, like? I don't eat at, at all at for all. the for that whole day. I, for the whole day. So like, well, right, what what made you start doing that? Uh, spiritual reasons. Um, so the Bible, the Bible speaks about fasting. Um, so it's called the Sabbath day, you know, mm-hmm. uh, uh, a complete, a day of complete rest. So right now I'm actually fasting. I started my fast as you, of tonight. Yeah. Um, so till tomorrow I won't be eating. Till tomorrow what time? Um, till the sun sets again. So the sun already set mostly, yeah, most likely. It's, how, how do you feel your body doing that? Because I feel, it's good. It's called intermittent fasting for me. Yeah. Um, I fast. Uh, from seven a.m. to like two thirty. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes it's longer depending on what time I get out of work. Sometimes I fast till seven a.m. till eight p.m. at night, and then I eat for like an hour, and then starts back up again. Yeah. So I do that like every day. I don't fast. I do it once a week, but I don't. But I you try, don't. You don't even drink water. I drink water. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I do the same. Yeah. So for twenty four hours, I won't eat though. Yeah. Yeah. Um. My body feels fine, you well, know. What was uh, when the first time you did it? Oh, uh-huh. I know exact. That's what I'm first time to... was difficult. Yeah, yeah, it was difficult, you know, because I'm used to eating. Yeah, seven days a week. First time was difficult. Um, the first like it took a while, you know, kind of like my body to adjust to that. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it it was um, it it was it's like a journey almost. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was difficult. It's difficult. Yeah. Um. I, I would say I'm getting more used to it um, just because I, I just, um, lately I've been cutting down my meals anyway. Mm-hmm. So it's like not as hungry anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, it's like, um, it's like, I almost feel like it's, it's an obligation for me. 
Mm-hmm. Um, just because I try to take that Bible very seriously. Mm-hmm. So it's like, um, so I kind of question, I question, it's like, well, how come we don't fast? Mm-hmm. It's like, why doesn't the world fast anymore? Mm-hmm. It's like, what happened to it? It was... Certain religions fast. Yeah, certain religions do fast. Yeah. Um, so I guess not everyone used to fast. Yeah. Um, but... Why isn't maybe the Western world or this side of the yeah of the world not fast? Yeah, so I I I kind of question that, but I guess we're I guess this is the Westernized colony or whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it. Um, I just find it weird, you know, because um, even Jesus spoke about fasting. Mm-hmm. You know, in the Book of Matthew, he speaks about fasting. Mm-hmm. I think in all four of those Gospels, he speaks about fasting. Yeah. Um, and he's like, wash your face so people don't know you're fasting. Um, hmm. uh, Matthew, it's Matthew 6 tells you how to fast. So you're not supposed to tell people you're fasting? Um, they shouldn't know. Like, right. It's like, you shouldn't. I it's guess, like a personal relationship. Yeah. Um, because that Sabbath day is the holy day, mm-hmm. according to scripture. It's the mm-hmm. holy day of the, of because of God made, God um, worked six days and mm-hmm. rested on the oh, seventh. seventh day. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, he said um, to go wash your face so people don't know you're fasting. So it's like, because I guess people make a stank face mm-hmm. when they're fasting because they're hungry. Mm-hmm. You know, that hunger, you know, kind of builds up. So it's like, don't let people know you're fasting. Angry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, I'm just, I'm just trying to make it relatable, you know? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you need a Snickers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to make it relatable, man. It, it makes sense, though. I, I, I'm here. I'm here. I'm with you. But uh, <laughs> so yeah, um, I I don't know. Yeah, um, I I did I I I've never had to wash my face, mm-hmm. but I do practice that. Mm-hmm. So if I'm home, I'm like, and and I'm kind of like, man, I'm really hungry. Mm-hmm. Like I want to eat, and water is not doing it. Um, I wash my face, and I'm like. I'm like, hopefully this, you know, like the people around me or whoever sees me, um, they're like, what, why does he look like that? Mm. Yeah. So, I mean, I can't really tell always what my face looks like. Exactly. Yeah. So um, I try to practice that mm-hmm. as much as possible. But um, for the most part, I pretty much go throughout my day when I'm fasting. So well. do, you, do, you, do, you fa- do you fast once a week? Mm, yeah. Um, I don't consider, um, like, let's say... Let's say, um, uh, like, I don't eat from 7 to, like, 7 a.m. to 3. Mm-hmm. Like, I won't consider that fasting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I used to eat immediate fast mm-hmm. as part of a diet. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You do it as a diet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, I I guess I kind of. That's why they call it breakfast, because you're breaking fast. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um. So. I guess I, I wouldn't really, I guess I truly, I guess what I truly consider a fast mm. is according to the Bible, mm. um, because it's a whole day. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, an intermediate, an intermediate fast is still an intermediate fast. Yeah. Um, but I do the whole 24 hours, like not, no eating, no anything like that. Yeah. Um, I've grown accustomed to it. Mm. I've been doing it for like two, almost three years now. Yeah, I haven't skipped a day. Haven't missed a beat. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty pretty on it. When you're going through, when you're going through this, uh, what's your family say to you? 
did they did you get a reaction from them? Um, yeah. They were um when I asked them, I was like, what were your thoughts? They said they seemed more confused on my mindset. Like they couldn't comprehend what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Um so the way I perceived that was I guess I was um trying my best to live life in spirit. Um because it's kind of like uh um uh, the Bible talks about um um to to the person in the spirit they're able to evaluate everything. Mm. But the same person that is in the spirit, the natural person can't evaluate them. Mm. Um so Darren, that's what that's what it says. Yeah. Yeah. So a spiritual person can evaluate everything. Yeah. Yet um someone yet a natural person can evaluate someone that's in the spirit. Mm-hmm. Um so uh kind of how I viewed that was um that time, that time away, my first um conversation with someone, mm-hmm. even though it was nonverbal, mm-hmm. um like I I was very um in tune. Mm-hmm. to everything around me like i remember that um like that very like well, that very very first conversation like i was able to um uh keep great eye contact with the, with that person mm-hmm. um listen to that person and what they're having what they're having to say like break down their our conversation mm-hmm. still be able to understand what was going on around around me so it was i was very aware like very very aware um, I think that's the sharpest I've ever been. Mm. Um, and I felt, um, it's like, uh, it's just like I was able to multitask on a higher frequency than normal. Mm. Um, I, it was, it was a great experience, man. I will say that it was mm. a great experience. Um, I remember I spoke, I spoke to Hulu and he kind of asked me a couple questions about it. And he was like, he, he commended me for taking uh, such a a long trip without speaking, hmm. and um, he was like, he was like, when you think about it, we're forced to speak to people on a daily basis, even if you don't want to speak. It's part of work. It's mm-hmm. part of life. It's like you have to speak to someone. That's true. It's like, why do you? Ha- why do I have to speak to somebody? And I was, and I was kind of, I never thought of it that way. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of like, uh, well, that was great for me, you know, because um, I chose to do something and I followed through on it. He's like, and it took a lot of discipline for you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I never viewed it, viewed it like that because there was, there were some days where, um, I wasn't forced to not speak, mm-hmm. or I wasn't forced to speak, um, but there was some days where I was like, if I just vocalize myself, this 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 conversation could, could go by way faster, mm-hmm. you know, um, but I would hold would hold it in me to not speak to somebody, yeah, um, so, uh, I guess that did take a discipline, yeah, and, um, maybe that's what you needed, yeah, you know. You know, so just spiritual that, discipline. Just that time away. Yeah. Yeah. It was um a great experience, man. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, I, I kind of view it as, um, you know, it's cliche, but, um, where I'm at and where I was in life, mm-hmm. um, ultimately that's where I was supposed to be. What did you learn? Like what changed? Did, what, what was, what was different about BT before he entered? spiritual enlightenment than um, now and now what was different yeah i would what, say what changed i would say um what was because yeah. i guess what i'm trying to do is i guess i was a little hard on myself because i was away for mm-hmm. so long so i'm trying to like i'm trying to um more so get back 
to how people viewed me. So it's like, should you do that though? I don't know. Um, but I feel I feel it's the right thing to do because um, people already um, have this idea of who I am because they've known me for so long. Or some people don't. Um, so um, if I come at them in a totally different manner, mm-hmm. they they may question me. They may question. They're like, "Is this the is this the person I really?" That we know? always knew. Yeah. Um. So I. I'm trying my best to stay who I was. Isn't um, that, isn't that in a sense like putting a mask on though? Mm, you could say that because um, when I'm alone, I still I still think the way I was prior. So um, I still think how I was. I still I still um, your personality. Yeah, like it's it's it hasn't necessarily. Um, truly changed but um, what I'm saying I still think how I was prior so I still think of how I was um, or I try to think as much as I can of how I was during that enlightenment mm-hmm. so like um, what I was doing prior to that I try to still mimic that um, just because I want to get back to there I know one thing that was incredibly different for me was um, uh, my creativity mm-hmm. um, on certain things was was on a higher level. Um uh my demeanor was totally different. Um I was I was more going than how I was how it was usually. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like I was um it's like it's like it's almost like um I found it's like it's almost like I was on the path to finding my purpose. Mm-hmm. Um because right now I don't I couldn't I couldn't truthfully say I know what my purpose is or you know what I really want to do for the rest of my life mm-hmm. um but it's like I was on I I had that I had that that mentality was um was like nothing mattered it's like nothing mattered it's like it's like um it it's like I I didn't it just nothing nothing really I cared about nothing um, but it led me to a freedom, you know, in my life. Like, um, I didn't, I, because I didn't care, like it was, you know, something as small as, um, a conversation with a girl. Mm-hmm. It's like, I didn't care if she rejected me. I didn't care if she didn't want to speak, was going to speak. Um, she was going to listen mm-hmm. and we were going to have a conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, and because I had that mentality, that's how you were she, back then. Um, she wanted to speak. Yeah, yeah. It's like or, or something. You know, is is that how you were back then or now? Um, I think I would read the situation more back then. Mm-hmm. Um, but I wouldn't view. I would always go with the flow back then. Mm-hmm. I was more so go with the flow. Um. My my outgoing personality was just a part of who I was. Yeah, you know. So it's like I didn't think I didn't think no one didn't not want to speak to me. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, why would don't they want to speak to me? That mm-hmm. was kind of my mindset. Yeah, they're like, why 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 wouldn't she want to speak to me? Mm-hmm. You know, why why wouldn't he want to speak to me? Or mm-hmm. Why why wouldn't I do that? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like I should be doing. Mm-hmm. I want to experience this. I want I want to like um there. I didn't view things as a consequence. Mm. Um, but I feel like as you age and kind of grow up, you kind of like there's a consequence to this. Yeah, yeah. So um, I think that's kind of like that's just part of maturity. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But um that enlightenment was was um you know the you know scripture speaks about it. Like mm-hmm. um in the book of Hebrews it talks about um being enlightened. Um and not drawing not di- not um is digressing from that. Yeah. So don't regress from that point of enlightenment that you once were. Um so I guess for me, um I don't want to I don't want to dismiss everything I felt seen and heard. Um as if it was nothing that happened. Mm-hmm. Because I experienced it. Mm-hmm. I heard these things, I felt these things, I experienced these things, seen these things. Mm-hmm. Um they were very much a part of my life. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like um I know it exists and I think it would take um because I believe one day I'll see God mm-hmm. um, again, you know. So it's like, um, so for me to get before God, mm-hmm. and it's like, didn't I show you all these things? Mm-hmm. You know, if he were to say that, didn't I show you all these things and do all these things for you? Mm-hmm. It's like, why don't, why, what made you stop believing? Or it's like, um, it's like, what, what could I say before? You know, that's kind of my mindset. It's mm-hmm. like, what could I say? What, like, what, what? Is there really an excuse? Like, like how, how, how could I truly defend myself? Because mm-hmm. you press that rewind button. Yeah, because with God is yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly what I was thinking. He was like, <laughs> you remember that? You see that? <laughs> Watching film back over. <laughs> and the eye in the sky doesn't lie. <laughs> Jaw drop. Okay. <laughs> he drops the mic. <laughs> oh yeah, I was there. <laughs> Remember that dollar you found? Yeah, that was oh, me yeah. too. <laughs> and it's like, uh, okay. <laughs> what do I say? Exactly. There's nothing. Yeah, absolutely nothing. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> but um, so that's that's also one of the reasons I don't lie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also one of the reasons. I try so hard not to lie. Yeah. Like I'll, I'll come. That's I'll call someone. Back. I've done it before. I've called someone back. Like yo, that that wasn't true. Yeah. It's like no, that didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> but I just had to tell you, bro. I, like, I can't. I can't lie to you. So I'm like, one day I'm gonna meet this man. <laughs> Why'd you lie to him? <laughs> he thought about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he rewinds. You see that face you're making. <laughs> I made that face. I made that face. <laughs> exactly. So, oh uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> there's nothing I could say. Man. Hey man, <laughs> I try my best. Yeah. Um, I did have some some points. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so my first point I had, uh, so the title I wrote was "Warfare and Spirit." So, a battle that is real, that is in real life, um, in the supernatural. Um, so I kind of. I kind of um explained some of these things. So like, you know, um, you know, I remember I remember you posted something about sleep paralysis once on Instagram. Yeah, I did a podcast about it with yeah. the, with a friend of mine. And um uh I would say that is very real. It is. I experienced it. V- yeah. Yeah. I as well. Um during that 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 year and a half where I was completely ghost, mm-hmm. that was the most I experienced really spiritual paralysis. You call it spiritual paralysis. Correct. Like, um, there were times I would literally wake up and it was like, I couldn't speak. I couldn't move. I could, I can't even blink. Mm-hmm. And it, and I was, and I was like, Whoa, what's, mm-hmm. what's going on? 
and it's kind of like um, sometimes it's like it's it almost felt like there was someone on top oh, of me, yep. like holding me, mm-hmm. and it was like you're not moving, and um, um, it almost it happened to me so much that um, um, it was almost like I can predict when it was happening. Um, for me, it was like a high pitch, a very very high pitch like screech in my ear. Mm. Um, and it was like um, uh, it was like almost like right when I was aware, it was like my mind was conscious that. Like I became to the point it came it became to the point where I it's like I still notice it and um not now. But I mean I still notice like my sleep pattern is so irregular now because um it's like I'm still awake while I'm asleep. Um like it let's say let's say um uh a grain a grain or some pebble falls down from a tree and it hits the car and it's like ding. Mm-hmm. Like I'll wake up. I'll be like, What was that? And and it's like it's like um like my mind is just wired because it was happening so much mm-hmm. at that at that time, it was like um, uh, if I even hear a screech, like a screech, I'm like, whoa, what is that? Like I like um um, and it was like, um, uh, like it was it was literally like I couldn't move, you know, like um, um, I remember it was happening like it was like I was literally fighting for, for like uh a freedom like, like um. If I sat with my hands over my head, like behind my head, like yeah. I would have to be like, uh, and I would be like, like what, like what is that? Where is it coming from? And um, it it was like it didn't matter how I slept, what time I slept, like um, if I slept during the day, mm-hmm. it would happen. If I slept at night, it wouldn't happen. So I was like, I don't know when to sleep. So it was like, cause it it was like. Uh, something I didn't even want to experience anymore, and it and the hard part about something like that is, it's like who do you tell? And it's like, and do they believe you? So, kind of, most of the reason I keep discretion, you know, mm. about things like this is because it's like, who do you tell? And it's like, who do they believe in this? Like, oh no, he's going crazy, bro. It's like he doesn't know what he's talking about. Or yeah, it's like. You know, no one believes anything anymore. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I've never experienced. I've never heard of something like that. It does. It's not real, bro. It's all in your head. It's like that's what you're gonna tell me. Yeah. It's like even though I experienced this, it's like, and even if I, even if, let's say, even if someone was in the bed with me, right? Like, how would she know? Like, it's like how how would she know that I I like I was just fighting for uh, a survival of of me being paralyzed or not. And she, she was just in she, her sleep. She deep. was in her sleep, like in in deep in REM sleep. You yeah. know, it's like how would she know? And and even if even if she were to witness that, um, she, I don't think she, you know someone could could tell. Like he's like, um, he's just awake and he just he doesn't want to move. I completely agree with you because my neighbor he woke up with his wife dead, and he didn't even know. He went, he woke up like regular, went to go get coffee. Didn't even know. Yeah. She was she was gone, you know. Woke up with her just and she sleep. That's your wife, right? You know, the fact that you're explaining this to me, I'm like, yo, I absolutely believe what you're saying. Somebody could be completely right next to you, yeah, like deep in their deep in their sleep, and you're going through this thing, and they have you, no idea, no idea, yeah, no idea. And I guess that's where the saying comes from. Hey, you have no idea. Yeah. When you hear it like that, when people say it like that, now it makes sense. Yeah. You know, that that was trivial for me. You <laughs> know, because um, at that time I was already not speaking to anybody. 
Um, and I even stopped speaking to family. I was like, no, I'm not speaking to anybody. Like, I wasn't speaking to anybody. But family, though, why? Um, I couldn't trust. And I felt like I couldn't trust anybody. What, 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 was, that, what was the reason behind that? Um, I just felt like no one had my, my best interest. It's like, it's like how, how do I explain this to somebody? And they're not going to believe me. Like, it's like, that, that was, that was kind of like what I, what was going on. It's like, it was like, no one was believing me. You know, it's like, um, it's like, so, uh, I guess I'm just this big liar. Or, you mm. know, it's like, oh, I, he's, he doesn't know what he's talking about. Or he's just, he's just going through something. Man, or, you know. It's like, oh, he's losing his mind. You know, whatever, whatever. We know. It's like, yeah. It's like you tell someone something just because they don't believe you. It's like completely. Someone, someone could just completely dismiss something just because it doesn't make sense to them. You know, and that happens so much. Mm-hmm. You know, someone says something and because it doesn't make sense to them, it's completely dismissed by somebody. Mm. Um, so it's like, so it's like you know, um, if I told someone else that, it's like, uh, is this gonna have a demon on them? You know, it's like, no, bro, I don't have a demon on me. I'm not, I, I don't want you to, it's like, uh, is this guy crazy? It's like, no, I'm not crazy, bro. This is just something, it's that, something that happened. It's to something me. that happened to me. Yeah. And it's like, who do you tell that to? You know, I don't want to tell the pastor and then this guy's praying and this guy tells the whole congregation. Now he's, now everyone's praying for him. I'm, like, uh, I'm in an awkward position. Yeah. It's like, uh, no, I don't want that. Or it's like, no, nah, I tell the pastor and now this guy's looking at me every Sunday. It's like, uh, no, I don't want that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to tell my parents because I don't want them, you know. I it's like, no, no, I don't want that. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't want to tell friends because I don't want them to think, oh, maybe this guy has a demon. It's like, no, I don't want that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't want, I don't want to be misunderstood by anyone. It's like, it's like, who do you start to tell these things to? It's like, who do I open up to? You know, do I open up to anybody? Um, you know, it's like, it's hard things, you know. Um, you know, uh. So, I mean, it was just tough for me um, during that time, you know, to experience, like, things like that. Mm-hmm. Like, um, you know, like, just deep darkness mm-hmm. and then, like, experience, like, like something like sleep paralysis. Like, yeah. Because I've experienced it before and I've kind of woke up like, whoa, but I've never told anyone about it. Um, so now, you know, like, to experience something like that on um, almost, some, like, some days it'd be like a daily mm-hmm. thing. Like it was, it it became so normal to me that I would wake up I'm like, oh okay, I'm like, oh, all right, and I would. Get, I'm used to this. I'm like, or I would get pissed. I'm like, what the heck, man? I'm just trying to sleep. But you know, I'm like, after like two minutes, I'm like, all right, whatever. Because nah, it's man. like, who who do I tell it to? You know, or what do I say? It's like, um, okay. Nah, man. With me, when I when I was experiencing the first time I experienced it when I was away at college. Yeah. Um, I was sleeping on my couch, and then. Boom. My eyelids were open and I'm like, yo, what the hell is this? Yeah. My I didn't I I couldn't even feel my body. I couldn't feel my heart. Yeah. I couldn't feel nothing. Exactly. I'm, yeah. It's just everything I I don't think numb is even the word for yeah. it because you can feel when your arm's numb. Yeah. It's like, but you have no it's like you have no control of anything. Nothing. Yeah. And I'm sitting here screaming like I'm I I'm, tr- I'm trying not to panic, but the first time it happened to me, I panicked. I, just, I was just screaming, yo, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's the last thing I turned to. I'm like, yo, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. And then boom, all of a sudden I- What's what's that saying? There's no, there's no um fox in a foxhole or something like that. There's no, I don't know that saying. It's um I'm not sure. Um it's it's something like uh yeah, I, yeah we got phones. <laughs> <laughs> I, I gotta look it up. Yeah. I gotta look it up. 
But oh. yeah, dude, I was just like, geez, 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 then boom, snapped up out of it. I'm like, yo, what the hell was that? I didn't tell nobody about it. Nobody. And I, I could have called my mom, could have called my dad, my brother, or whatever. I just didn't know what it was. I, second time it happened to me is when, it, when I was actually in this room, you know, and same thing. The second time I was a little bit more uh, calm about it. And then same thing. I'm like, yo, I don't know what this is. I'm yeah. trying to get out. Geez, 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 boom, snapped out of it. That's the last time it ever happened. Yeah. Yeah. The saying is there's no atheists in foxholes. There's no atheists in foxholes. Yeah. Same. I understand what that's, that says. Um, in my psychology class, uh, the professor said, uh, a lot of people don't believe in God, but say you had a plane full of believers or, or non-believers, uh, if the plane was coming down, everybody would bow down their head and pray to God. So I guess that's where that, that quote resides. It's deep. It's yeah. Deep. Yeah. You know, whenever your life's in danger, you know, exactly. people will always turn to him. Yeah. You know, um, but that's interesting you say that. Mm-hmm. That's you say, um, like, because I noticed it was, um, uh, um, like, if I ever did say Jesus, mm-hmm. or, like, uh, I, I remember, um, like, if I said Jesus, like, mm-hmm. it would be quick. Like, I would be like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm back in. Mm-hmm. Or if I said something like that. And I remember, um, er, I remember I would say, like, do you know who I am? I'm the son of God. Mm-hmm. And I would be like, boom, I'm like, I'm back. Mm-hmm. And I remember it got to the point where I was like, um, where I, I, I would say that. I would say that sentence and I'll be like, and I remember it was like almost like a conversation in my head. This is the longest it, it was in. I was like, I was like, Jesus, Jesus. And I was like, do you know who I am? I'm the son of God. And I was still in paralysis. Mm. And I was like, I, and I was like, what? I was like, I was like, wow, what's going on? Mm. I was like, why are you still here? And I was like, why are you troubling me? Mm-hmm. And it was like still paralysis. And I was like, and I was, and it was like, the more I fought, the higher the screech. Hmm. And it was like, and, and there was times where, um, I was like, my eardrums would literally pop. Like, hmm. that's how I felt like. It was like, if I, if I fight anymore, my eardrums would pop. Dang. And I, and I was like, but if I give in, I may literally, I, you know, I was like, what will happen to me if I give in? Mm-hmm. And it was like, that's yeah, yeah. It was like, it was like in my mind, like I had enough time for that trade off. Like, what do I do? I was like, I was like, fight or flight, fight or flight. Yeah, I was like, fight or flight. And it was like, it was like, um, and it was like, it, it got to the point where I remember one night it happened. I was like, I don't care if 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 my ears pop, I go deaf. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm about to let whatever this is consume me. Mm. And it was like, um. Um, I heard oh my in my head like, mm-hmm. as I was asleep I heard I, I don't know if it was in my head or, but I just heard oh my mm. and it was like and it was like it's like back and I was like uh, there's no one else here. when I had when I did the para, uh, sleep paralysis episode um, I'd, I'd done research I read about some stories about it uh, they say back in the day they, they think a lot of a lot of people who went through it back in the day, they have records saying that people said they felt like it was some type of a witch on them. A lot of people said they felt like somebody 
a dark figure was on top of them staring at them. Some people say a dark figure sitting or in the corner of the room just staring at them. So what do you think? What do you think? What is your... Um, what is your um, at first, I thought um, it was like the mommy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I could still see how it would be viewed that like, way. Yeah, demonic. Yeah. yeah. Um it's almost like uh that's why I think it's like a supernatural battle. Like a spiritual battle in mm-hmm. a sense. Um I don't think that um like God doesn't have a role in it. Mm-hmm. Um but I think I think that um You say you don't think God ha- doesn't do- have a- doesn't doesn't so doesn't not have a role in yeah. it. Yeah. Um because um I met a guy once who, mm-hmm. who used to do exorcisms on people. Really? Yeah. Um, this was, so I was with, I was with a business partner at the time. And um, we, we were in Whole Foods. Once, he went shopping and I was just with him. I was accompanying him. And we walked outside. We were standing outside, like outside of Whole Foods, how they have like, you know, those open benches and seats where you can sit down and eat or anything like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, um, I noticed this guy. I noticed him when he walked outside. Um, but I didn't say anything to him, and he was kind of like just wandering around this this um, and um he he came up to me and was like he was like you're 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 a strong man of faith by God aren't you, and I was like just uh, randomly randomly like- just randomly came to me and he pointed to me, and I was like uh yeah I was like yeah absolutely you could say that with a big smile on my face, mm-hmm. and um he was like and I was like how do you know that, and he was like uh oh you know the Holy Spirit just kind of leads you to wherever and I was like. In my mind, I was like, oh, Jesus was led to the spirit. I was like, oh, I could believe it. I could believe it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, um, so he was like, you mind if I sit down and have a seat? And he was like, yeah, man, have a seat. So um, um, uh, the guy was with, he didn't really believe God in the Bible. Mm-hmm. And I already knew that, which was fine. Um, so the guy was sitting down, and I was like, so what do you do, man? What do you do for business? Um, I was like, what? Like, you know, just kind of like yeah. getting the conversation. Getting a rapport like, going, yeah. yeah. And he was like, oh, I do exorcism. I was like, whoa, I did not expect that. <laughs> <laughs> in this life structure we live in, would you really expect like no. a random encounter like that, you know? Um, and when he said that, I was like, it makes sense why he looks that way. So what was his, what was his look like? like? He looks, he he literally looked like he doesn't get enough sleep. Huh. Like, um, it was like, he looks like he's seen a lot of things in life. Like like Life things that you, like you shouldn't see. But yeah, it looks like it looked like he was just worn out. Like, but it literally looked like he had massive bags under his eyes, and it looked like he didn't get much sleep. Like it like it looks like he's like literally like life beat him out. Like you said, and um and I was like it made in my mind I was like I didn't say anything to him. But I was like it makes sense why he looks like that. I was like I could see why he looks like that. Um. But as he was speaking, he was kind of like, like he gave, he gave, um, he was like, so I met this, he was like, he was kind of telling stories about people he met. I was like, I didn't want to hear anything about exorcism or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, he ended up praying for me because he was like, oh, uh, he was like, he was like, what nationality are you? And I told him my nationality. He was like, oh, I know my nationality has like, um, <clears throat> like a lot of connotations, like witchcraft and like, and like things like that and demons and spirits and bad things like that. I was like, he was like, you probably have a generational curse on you, you probably don't even know about. Um, so he was like, he prayed over me, he's like, hopefully break those shackles or things like that. But he gave me, um, he was like, uh, so he met a man, kind of random, like he, he was like, I met a man just like just like you, like today, mm-hmm. very random. And um, he was like, um, 
he sat down and had this conversation with this guy. And he was like, this guy had open heart surgery. And um, while he had open heart surgery, um, it's kind of like what you were saying earlier, like, you know, like people pass, and they tell these stories and stuff like that. And he's like, um, uh, he went under and he died during, mm-hmm. during surgery. Mm-hmm. He was like, while he died during surgery, um, uh, he said um, he, he um, it's like he, he woke up. He knew he went into he he walked into this room. It was like this nice it was like this nice door outlaid in gold. He opened the door and it's like it was this bright it's this bright room. It's like had about three pieces of furniture in it. It's like he was like there was a woman standing in the middle in the room. And he was like when he walked over to the woman, um, uh, he he just spoke to her for a little. And when he turned around, it's like he was it was his mom. Hmm. It's like and this and he was like his mom had passed years ago. This guy was well in his like well in his like his life. He was like his early, early, like his forties or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's like his mom had already passed, like well, well on in his life ago. Mm-hmm. And um, he said he they said no word, they exchanged no words to each other. He just he said he hadn't seen her in so long that he they they just hugged each other and they were just both crying. And he said um, when they uh, um, he's like when they finally came to, she turned him around and she pushed him out, and he was like he woke up. He was like the doctors were like. He, did, he was he was like, did you know that you went? It's like we we couldn't save you or anything, man. It was like, it was like it was literally a miracle that we saved. And um, he said the second time it happened, he had an open heart surgery again. So this happened to this guy twice. Twice, twice. yeah. Um, he said he had open heart surgery again, and um, he said um, uh, it's like kind of like the same thing. He woke up and he was like in a courtroom style building, and he was like um, uh, when he walked inside. It was like uh, a bunch of people were kind of sit like sitting around, and like there was one guy he couldn't really. He was like it was almost like on the throne type thing, but he couldn't see him. And he was like there was another guy in the building. Um, kind of stood like like to his like to his off off to the side of him. And it was like the guy just just stared at him, just staring at him the whole time. He was like so everywhere he went in that building, he just he just stood. Like, he was like he moved to the left, and he was like he stood. Like, he stared at him. He went to the right. He stared at him. And he was like um <clears throat> a guy walked up to me. He's like hey. He's like. Say hey, how you doing? I'm one of your angels. He said, I'm one of your angels. He's like, follow me. He's like, you see that guy over there? Just don't talk to him, all right? He's like, um, he was like, um, you don't need to know too much about him. He's like, just not a very good guy. So they walked out the building and he was like, they were kind of in the hallway and he was like, all right, I need you to take off all your clothes. You're filthy. We need to get you clean again. And he was like, what do you mean? He's like, just take off all your clothes. We're gonna get you clean again. And he's like, he's like, all right. So he took off his clothes. And he said, um, when he woke up. In life, it was like he was in the middle of the hospital. The, the nurses were trying to contain him, couldn't couldn't contain this guy, and um, he took off his his gown and threw it in the garbage. And he was like, he woke up, and he was like, he was butt naked in, in the hospital, and he was like, the nurses couldn't tell. It's like it's like we couldn't stop him from doing anything. Um, and, and he was like, and so he had the he had that recording, and I listened to that guy do his recording. He was like, and he was like, um. So in the recording, before the recording started, he was like, um, so what's your name? And he's, the guy told his name. He's like, where are you from? He's like, how old are you? Mm-hmm. And he's like, so how do you know me? He's like, we've never met. Um, he was like, oh, he's like, met, met this, it's like, I met this guy or whatever. So and so he explained. And he was like, and, he, and then he went on to the story and he explained everything he said. But I was just like, I took that. I was like, whoa, that's, that's cool. I was like, I mean, I already believe in heaven. Mm-hmm. I, was like, I already believe in the Bible. I was like, that's I was like, that's a cool testimony, man. I've never heard anything like, that. you know, um, that's that's another example of spiritual warfare itself. You know, this guy was, this guy. Let's say this guy seen, you know, a demon or Satan, mm-hmm. you know, in a courtroom style building, which could be considered, you know, one of the thir- one of the layers of heaven, the court, the court, the courtroom of heaven. You know, um, this guy 
um, seeing something like that, you know, couldn't see who was on the throne, mm-hmm. but he noticed there was a man on the throne which he couldn't see. You know, it, it could be could have been God on the throne. You know, yeah, yeah. Um, so, I mean, I just think, you know, when people experience massive, um, like negativity or massive, you know, um, like, uh, it's like, it's like, am I really having a bad day right now? It's like one of those days. It's like, it's like, what is going? You know, people, ha- everyone has these days where they're like, what is going on, man? It's like, is it really a what is going on day? Like, is it, is, do you really think like, like, um, there is nothing at play to why everything is going terribly wrong right now? This is so weird. I'm ha- I'm happy you came on for the simple fact that, as a matter of fact, yesterday I was with a friend of mine and, uh, she had depression issues. Yeah. All right. Like ever since she was young, she's, she's had depression issues. And yesterday, she was talking to me. She's like, I don't feel nothing. I'm like, what do you mean you don't feel nothing? Because most of the time, she's always talking to me. She's like, yo, I, I, I'm, always, I'm sad. I, I'm depressed. I'm sad. I'm depressed. And in my mind, I'm like, yo, how can a person just be sad and depressed and never happy? You know what yeah. I'm saying? Majority of the time, I was always sad and depressed. And yesterday, she's like, uh, I don't feel nothing. And ever since she was on young, she's always been on medication. And she's like, I don't feel nothing. I don't feel nothing. And she started laughing. She she smiled. You know, it was a good, it was a good smile. And then uh, I'm like, maybe, maybe you're normal again. You know, because quote unquote normal people, like yeah. you know, like it, maybe like when I say normal again, this is her first time experiencing like normal emotions, so she doesn't know what to feel. Right. You get what I'm saying? So that's why I said, hey, maybe you're normal again. I'm like, have you been feeling like depressed and sad lately or whatever? She's like, no, like I, I literally feel nothing. How are you supposed to know what you feel when you never felt those emotions before? Right. Because all your life you've been on medications and things like that. Right. So I'm like, you know, maybe this is a good thing. Whatever you're doing, keep doing it. You know? And that's and that's how the conversation was left off. So it's just very interesting that this conversation yeah. is happening right now. Um depression is real, man. Yeah. Depression is real. Yeah. Um, I feel like um if we, I don't feel like, I feel like depression is more common in today's society mm-hmm. than it's probably ever been. Um, because, you know, people, like we were saying earlier, people lose that communication with others. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just being able to speak to someone about about things mm-hmm. makes it so much easier. You know? Yeah. And, you know, like, um, <clears throat> if I, let's say, let's say theoretically speaking, I had, um, you know, not to say I didn't have people to speak to, but let's say I had someone, um, you know, because in high, I mean, in high school, I used to, I used to always be on the phone with somebody, mm-hmm. you know? Cause, yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, that's just, you know, kind of, you know, like uh, an upbringing almost. Like, yeah. someone always call me, a girl would always call me, a guy would always call me, like someone would like, yo, I want to, yeah. yeah, it's like, so it's like, you always had someone to talk to, so. You always had you di- alone. Yeah, you always had different conversations so you would share more about yourself or whatever was going on. So let's say let's say, you know, if I was I would I could honestly say if I was in high school I probably would have never went through that phase of being ghost. You know? Mm-hmm. Um but was it necessary for my story in life? Mm-hmm. You know, I would say yes. 
Um, but um, if we're living back in the days, I don't think that I would have gone through that 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 trial period. Mm. Um, just because there would be more of a connection with someone, with someone else. You know, someone would have been there, um, even if it wasn't in like my immediate circle mm-hmm. friends. You know, it's like, um, does the society play a role in that? The social media play a role in that? Mm-hmm. You know, um, uh, there's just different factors that 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 play in that. You know, um, uh, another point I had was um, feeling negative and positive spirits in my surroundings, which I kind of spoke about. Mm-hmm. Um, Oh, this is a good one. So having the sight to see God's signs to direct your life or just indirect. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like what I was speaking earlier. You know, it's like, um, like how I said, like, I felt like I was being direct, mm-hmm. you know, um, <clears throat> like um, something as small as a bumper stick would, would stick out to me. And I would, and I would be like, and I would be like, it would, it would, um, it was almost like, like I would turn my head and it was like that bumper stick was like it was like it was like arrows pointing at it was like like eh, eh, mm-hmm. or whatever like you know I'm just using a silly example mm-hmm. but um something like that would stick out to me in like such a such a trivial manner that I was kind of like um maybe I'll, I'll go with this and see where it takes me mm-hmm. you know like it would lead me to in a great direction mm-hmm. you know the people that I met it would it led me in a great direction and then you know, like things that were happening, just kind of like leading me in different directions, and you know, through that, I was just experiencing like good results from it. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever experienced something like that? Letting, letting, like your your spirit or or your God just guide you. Yeah. Sometimes I don't even know, bro. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like even though, even though I am where I'm at here today. I don't know. And I'm not saying that out of disbelief or anything. It's because I don't know. You know, like, everything that's been put in my way, no harm, no negative thing has ever came to harm me or, like, tried to kill me or anything like that. So whatever is guiding me, hey, do you. You know what I'm saying? Do Do you, you. Do you believe you're on, like, um, a perfect plan in life right now? Like, do you believe where you're at is where you're supposed to be? In my eyes, in my in my physical self right now, and yeah. what society has taught me, of course I'm going to say, no, I don't think the plan is perfect because, I don't, hey, why am I suffering? You know what I'm saying? Why Why am I going through this? Yeah. But in my, in my probably spiritual self, I'm like, yo, everything's for, everything happens for a reason. Yeah. There's a lesson I need to get out of this. Right. If, you know, if if you don't suffer in life, if you don't go through what you need to go through in life, how are you going to get um, that knowledge or uh, that that wisdom that you need to get? Yeah. In in whatever you're doing, how are you going to learn from the mistakes? That, that's just how I see it. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Um, I would say everyone. You know, it's that's kind of a a tough question, mm-hmm. just because. Um, most people aren't. I would say I wouldn't say most, but uh, let's say uh, an average amount of people aren't where they want to be. Mm-hmm. So, 
um, how do you get to where you want to be? Is that really part of God's plan? Like, mm-hmm. um, like the devil has tactics, mm-hmm. you know, and and it's like um, it's like it's like I it's hard I I it's hard for me to say that because I can't play God, mm-hmm. you know. It's like um, I want to say what I truly want to say is I'm where I'm supposed to be, no matter what's happening. So, exactly. So it's like, um, no matter what I've done or where I'm at or what's happening, I am right where I'm supposed to be right now. Mm-hmm. So, um, it didn't matter. Um, let's let's say let's say um this 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 um this talk got delayed. Mm-hmm. It it didn't matter as many times as it got delayed. It would have happened in the manner that it was ha- it was supposed to happen. Yeah. So let's say um it got delayed till next week. Right, and I was like, um, I don't feel comfortable. I don't want to speak um till next week, right? Um, but that's let and then let's say you know something came up, so now you, so now I was like, oh, that was perfect, mm-hmm. right? That was perfect. Um, so now I can do this right now. Um, it's like so now you had uh, if if you didn't have that time frame, mm-hmm. right? Then you wouldn't have been able to do or have that time allotted to to do what you're gonna because you already made time for this exactly, right? So it's like. Um, everything works in perfect order Mm -hmm. just because I believe, um, God is in perfect order, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, so I, I always, I, I just, I truly believe that, um, I'm just where I'm supposed to be, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, uh, something that confuses me, Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if you can answer this, but it's like, because of the way society is structured, mm-hmm. I have, it's like, I, most people don't believe in, um, the way religion is structured mm-hmm. in today's society. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't believe in that, that standardized, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so it's like, I have tough time believing in it also. Because mm-hmm. sometimes, you have a tough like, time believing in religion. Um, well, what, what just, yeah. just the way the religion is structured. Well, what do you mean by st- the way it's structured? So it's like, um, do we have to go to church every Sunday? Mm. Who says that? Who determined that? Okay. Who determined you're a heathen if you are, if you're not? Yeah. Does the Bible? Bible never says that. I see what you're saying. So it's like, huh? It's like, so it's like, I, am I? Is someone really to be looked down upon just because they don't go to church every Sunday? I don't have a perfect question for this, but what I've learned to say. When people ask me, yo, do you go do you go to church or do you have a church? Me being a smart aleck and witty sometimes, I'm like, I'm in I'm in church right now. Yeah. You know? This is God's world. You know, the universe was created by I'm in church right now. Yeah. That that's what I usually say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's also it's like, um, um, what's the perfect religion? Christ never said. The Bible never says. Never says. That's, yeah. and uh I believe Gandhi said, you know, uh there's there's more than one road home. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, from from all I can tell, um now I think every Bible does mention Christianity, mm-hmm. but from what I can tell, um from Jesus' teachings alone, mm-hmm. um, he only gave commands what to do. And the same with God. He mm-hmm. only gave commands what to do. Um so none of them really say, you know, and so it's like, so it's like, um, 
so I had this I had this talk. It was almost like a debate mm. um, with these people in the church once, and I was and um, I mentioned to the guy he was like, and he was like, oh, this is like this is the right way. So I said, so you telling me, um, um, if someone that is not Christian, um, can't get to heaven. Mm. I was like, so you telling me if someone was Catholic, didn't believe the way you thought, they can't get to heaven. Like, how can you determine that? And I was like, so are you telling? So I was like, you're telling me. So, I was like, if someone is not um, of this religion, mm-hmm. how how can you say that that person? I was like, you can't operate like that. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no way. There's no way for you to say that. I was like, from one, I was like, from, I was like, I was like, show me in the Bible where it says that. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's like, that was almost that was almost like um something that almost everyone does. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes it's like, show me in the Bible where it says that. Yeah. And, but it was, but I was like. I was saying it more from almost like the same standpoint as everyone else. So I was kind of like, it never says that this religion gets you into heaven. Mm. But and but that's, a good, that's a great point. Because it was kind of like where he was bringing it to. Yeah. And I was like, and I was like, um, it, it says a lot about you too, man. The fact that you have the courage to say, hey, um, because a, a lot of people feel the way you do. Yeah. There's a lot of people out there that's like, yo, why do I need a uh, subscribe to this religion to get to this to this reli- or to get to this place where I'm trying to go to yeah. in the afterlife, and you know it's a great that's a gr- very courageous of you to uh, stand up for others yeah. because it shows that empathetic side of you because there's people out there you know where they need a hand but you know you're saying just because I'm not Christian you you won't help me or something like that right you know it's so like it's great yeah I was and uh, I mean. I just thought of all the different religions. I was like, so you're telling me someone that's Muslim can't get in heaven? Mm-hmm. Like, so you're telling me someone that's, you know, um, that's that's Asian? And so it's like, I was like, all the different nationalities out there. You're telling me there there is there's one religion that's that specific. I was like, so I asked them. I was I ultimately asked them. I was like, so what religion does Christ follow? Mm. I was like, you didn't know. Mm-hmm. So like, you can't answer that. Mm-hmm. It's like Christ didn't follow religion because he came down saying that he was the son of God. So mm-hmm. I was like. I was like, he was to be followed. So mm-hmm. I was like, so what are you, what are you telling me right now? Mm-hmm. You know, that, that was kind of how the conversation went in. How they ended it was, well, we don't know until we get to heaven. And that's something that irritates me. Kind of like a threat. Yeah. yeah. Maybe not a threat. Not a threat, but it's kind of like, it's a, it's a, it's, I feel when people say that, it's an immature way to end a conversation. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's a little bit snobby-ish. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, we don't. Yeah. Yeah, but it's it's kind of like then uh, then if you don't know until you get to heaven, then why even say hey this is the way? Yeah, which means that hey you were wrong all along by saying that this is the way. Correct. Yeah, it's like what are you putting your two cents out there for, man? Yeah, it's like keep it to yourself. Um, I I I truly dislike when people say that. Mm. It's like um, it's kind of like what you're saying. There's many roads back home. Mm. You know they. I don't have to take I don't have to take lines to get back home. I can take four forty one. Take four forty one. Yeah, I'm, I mean, there's two different roads, and I don't have to take four forty one all the way. I could take I could take four forty one to lines. Yeah, I, could t- I mean, my options, you know, kind of get lim- unlimited. You mm-hmm. know, as it's like I can take any road I want back home. Well, well, it depends on where where think about it. You know, like you can take many roads, but check this out. This is the funny thing, and we we spoke about knowledge and wisdom. Um. There's knowledge and wisdom all around us. Yeah. No matter no matter how 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 much technology advances, 
it's that that wisdom and that tech, uh that wisdom and that knowledge is always going to be around us. You could be you could be at the school or you could be who knows, you could be all the way in Miami. How many roads can you take from Miami to get home? It's it's a yeah. You don't it, have to take the eye. You don't have to take the eye. You, you could take the turnpike. But think about this. How much twists and turns are yeah. there to get back home? Hey, you could be having a bad day that you'll follow this path and then make a right onto who knows where. Then make another left and go straight down for who knows how long. You get what I'm saying? All those twists and th- turns in those roads, yeah. they're paths. Who, they might not be great paths, but you have to go through it in order to reach your destination. Right. You know? Absolutely. You know? Um, I don't think people view that. Yeah, maybe they're not. Maybe, maybe they, maybe it's so, it's uh, it's like one of those things where it's like uh, um, because it's there, you don't notice it. Mm. Yeah, so it's like it's readily available. Yeah, um, and even GPS may ruin that somewhat. Yeah, if you look at a map, you know, one of those maps. Yeah, you know, you kind of look at the road, you're like oh, you see the different routes and different exits or whatever like that. Yeah. Um. Um. But yeah, you're absolutely right, man. Yeah, man. You know, you could you could take this one road called Christianity, then make another left to Buddhism. Yeah. Then make another right to, you know, Catholicism. Yeah. You just never know until you get, you just never know. Yeah. And it's not the wrong path because you got one destination. Right. I mean, ultimate destination is God himself. That's it. Right. Yeah. Um. Uh, something that has uh, questioned me is uh, what is God's spirit? You know, that was a question I had in, in my notes here. Yeah. Um, uh, because, you know, in some of the churches you'll hear a lot about you know, living in the spirit and doing things in the spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, and even sometimes, like, I'll question um, myself. I'm like, was I really in the spirit? Was the things I was experiencing in the spirit? I'm not questioning what I've seen. Um, I'm not questioning my experience. I'm just questioning, was this truly in the spirit? Um, or was this more of myself in my mind? Because, mm-hmm. um, I, mean, I, I mean, I don't know. You know, you, someone else could say that, you know, they're in the spirit, right? But it's kind of like, it's almost, for me, it's kind of like, I don't, I, like, I don't really trust you. I don't really trust. How how can I really trust that? How can I verify that? Yeah, you know, it's like people live so distant mm-hmm. from God. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, um, you know, when you read about when you read about these men in the Bible, mm-hmm. um, it's like their whole life was a devotion to God. Mm-hmm. So when someone lives on a casual basis with God, it's like, how do you really have the spirit? Mm-hmm. It's like, how do I, how do I know, um, this is the spirit, uh, versus you know. Just you feeling good today. Mm-hmm. It's like, was I just feeling good today? Someone could say that. Weren't you just feeling good today? Yeah, man, I was feeling great. I was mm-hmm. feeling great at that time. You know, I'm not saying I was in the spirit. Um, I don't know if I was truly in the spirit, mm-hmm. but I, I do know um, um, my experience at that time. And I can speak about my experience, mm-hmm. right? Um, I do know what I seen was factual, mm-hmm. right? So, I mean, that's, that's like, I mean, no one, someone could say, well, no one else seen it. I'm like, okay, I guess you could say some of the things that I did see, no one else seen. Some mm-hmm. of the things that I did see, I did point out to people at that time. I can't say, hey, this person seen that. Hey, this person seen that. Hey, this person was here. 
Um, so yes, they can say that they've seen this. Mm-hmm. Yes, they can say that they they experienced this with me. Um, some of the things I can't say that no, no one else seen that. Mm-hmm. So it's you have to take, you have to, you know, someone said you have to use a measure of faith on me saying that I seen what I seen, you know, on something. Um, I don't know if you can explain or if you can say. Do you, I mean, I have no idea because some people will say um, something that that I was speaking to a gentleman about this. I was like, um, I don't know if I guess I could believe in the Holy Ghost. Cause I don't know what that is. I don't think God is a ghost. I think God mm-hmm. is more spirit. Um, but I know um, in some Bibles, it'll say the Holy Ghost. All right. I might have an answer for that. From, we have to understand, times change, right? Yeah. So, what might appear to, to that, so say we're living back in the day. All right? Yeah. So maybe when they say Holy Ghost, what might appear to that person back in the day might have looked or seemed like a ghost. So when we read it in the modern times, we're probably like, Holy Ghost, what, yeah. what is that? So let me, let me give it another example. So say, say, I was, say I was this scientist back in the day and I figured out how to, make lightning come out this this piece of equipment all right i mean i figured out how to make lightning to come out this equipment and, and uh stun people right though if you read a book if you if you were to read a book from back in the day they're like oh i seen i seen uh this this person he he made lightning appear in his hand and and he was practicing witchcraft or whatever if I was to interpret that now, I'd probably be like a piece of equipment that shoots you with lightning. Oh, that's a stun gun. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Back in those days, there weren't, there weren't probably enough words to describe that, that piece of science or that piece of, of action that was going on. So God could have appeared as a ghost. Don't forget we have a thesaurus. Right. A spirit can be a quote-unquote ghost. This is true. You know, uh, a ghost could be a spirit. You know, demons were once angels. You kind of get what I'm saying? Yeah. So uh, when we look at the term Holy Ghost, ghost could be referred to as a spirit. And that's how I, that's how I'm viewing it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's how I, that's that's my, that's my interpretation. I mean, I don't have, um, I kind of gave my, my opinion on it yeah I, I just but what do you think about that though um i don't think it can't be dismissed yeah for sure yeah. um because um i don't know exactly i don't know yeah yeah so um for someone else to give input mm-hmm. it's kind of like um opening light or shedding light to my my ignorance on on the, on the subject i'm ignorant too i'm just you know yeah yeah for sure for sure um and for some people that don't understand, it's just ignorant. It's just not knowing. Yeah. Right. So, um, many people are ignorant to many things. Yeah. But when he used that term, people don't like it mm. for some reason. Yeah. Um, I just don't know. Like, I don't know. Um, because we don't live in true biblical time. Mm-hmm. You know, Elijah the prophet is not not walking around. Yeah. You know, Jesus isn't around here. You know. Uh. So I mean, how how do you say? You know. Well. I wouldn't say Jesus isn't isn't around here, mm-hmm. um, because he works just like God, um. But it's like, um, 
how do you accept it? Mm. Right. Let's say, let's say let's say God wanted to give you that spirit, mm-hmm. so so you can understand these things. Right. It's like um, because of unbelief, are you not accepting it? Mm. It's like, well, I don't want to believe that there is a spirit. Mm. I want to accept. It. Mm. So it's basically what you're saying, or you know, it's like um, I don't think there is a spirit. Mm-hmm. But let's say you know any any piece of doubt. You know, you read about. Peter Peter walked on water, mm-hmm. and the minute he had a shred of doubt, he started to sink. Mm-hmm. You know, and that was a human. Yeah, right? and that was a human. It, it, re- That's what I like about stories from the scripture, just because you see the human side of it. You yeah. know, you see the psychology of it. You know, like all all it takes is one, 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 one doubt to yeah. to bring everything down. That's uh, you know, it takes one bad apple to spoil the group. Exactly. Yeah. Spoil Look at Judas. Bunch. You know, yeah. out of the twelve disciples. Yeah. You know, Jesus already said he's like one of you, one of one among one of you among me mm-hmm. is is the devil. Yeah. Right. And um, I mean, Peter forsake God, even though he said he it, Peter forsake Jesus, which is God, even mm-hmm. though he said, um, you know, he loved them. Mm-hmm. Right. And I mean, he was what one of the last of the four, of the twelve disciples to die. Yeah. And I mean, everyone else passed before him, and or got martyred or whatever, mm-hmm. um, before him. So, I mean, uh, you make a valid point when you say that. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, something I did have was when you read or see things like, um, I remember, I I watched. I never seen the whole thing, but I watched. Um, like when you watch shows or or movies like documentary of of Emily Rose, mm-hmm. something like that, right? This is. A story about, um, if I'm not mistaken, it's a a young woman who mm-hmm. who was trying to seek God mm-hmm. in a manner where she in, in, invited, um, God or or, or demons into her life mm-hmm. so she could prove God's existence. What exactly? So she, college student, if I'm not mistaken, she was a college student who, um. She because she wanted to prove God's existence. Um, if I'm not mistaken, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, yeah, yeah. um, uh, like she allowed herself to be tested by God, and she had like six or seven demons in her. And um, uh, when you read like when you watch that, I mean, people say, "Oh, well, it's just a movie." It's not just a movie. They got it from somewhere. Yeah, it's this is. Um, I mean, they even have pictures of her like before and after. Mm-hmm. And you see her before, and it's like, it's like this is a uh, a healthy young woman. You see her after, and it's like, what happened to her? Mm-hmm. Like she looks disordered, like, and like, and like you hear like, and you hear like you even hear like they have like live like like live footage mm-hmm. of her doing like unnatural things. Like her walking backwards on her back or something like that, her twisting her back all the way, or you know, or her, or her, or her, um, her voice literally changing from from a woman to a man, mm-hmm. and then going deeper and deeper, like um, you know, like 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 like, 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 uh, like weird things like that. Yeah. It's like you're telling me that you're gonna just ignore that, mm-hmm. like like this never happened. Like, yeah. Oh, that's not true. Um, this is a healthy woman. How is she doing this? This isn't this isn't Hollywood, right? I mean, I mean, what's 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 really going on? Like you're telling me that the live footage and her parents telling like saying these things and like the people around her, like you're telling me all these people are making these things up, like, like um. So it's like 
and she's not the only one. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like, she's not the only one. Like, I remember I was so freaked out to watch that, that, that movie. Mm-hmm. I've seen like the first 30 minutes, like, and I, I, I ran out of the movie theater. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> ran out. Because I, I believe those things are true. Yeah, they are. Yeah. You see, like, um, when I went, when I went to, where I went to college at in Illinois, I was always hearing rumors, like, my mom, my mom and my dad, first time I got there, my mom and my dad dropped me off, so we drove to Illinois. Um, a lot of cemeteries around, yeah. around uh, the, the city I was in, and my mom was like, this isn't normal, like, you know, because, you know, we come from Florida, a little city, yeah. and she, she's from Haiti, so she knows, she knows this type of stuff, she's like, there's a lot of c- cemeteries in the city, uh-uh. I don't like, I don't like, she, she's like, I don't like this vibe or whatever. Yeah. She's like, nah, I don't like it. I don't like it. And then, uh, as the years progressed or whatever, I, past students, you know, there's always rumors or, about university and city or whatever. They're like, yo, if you go on YouTube, there's a documentary about uh, a little girl. She was possessed by demons down the street or whatever. Yeah. They're like, go on, go on YouTube. There's a whole documentary on it and stuff like that. I'm like, what? You know, and because just the vibe of the city is just, it, it's just different, man. Right. It's just different. Every man. city is like that, yeah. too. Yeah. And I'm just like, you know what? I, I'm not going to say I doubt it. Right. And it was a Catholic school. You know, I'm like, I, I'm not going to say I doubt it. I don't, I, I'll be honest. I've never, I've never heard or experienced things like that. Yeah. In my, in my, in the colleges that I went to. Yeah. I traveled quite a bit. Um, I don't think I've ever been to a college where there's been very many. That would have freaked me out. Yeah. I would have been like, I would have been real sketched. Yeah. Been like, uh, what, what's going on? Yeah. Yeah. Like, why, why is that? You know, yeah. I would have questioned things, you know. Um, I think at each, each university that I've been to mm-hmm. has led me to like a deeper connection. Mm. Um, because, um, I've always usually, um, found a group of people that, um, like, are like biblical base. And um, I kind of run with them. You were always like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll, I'll always kind of run with them. Yeah. And, you know, it's like each each group is different. Mm-hmm. Like each set of, it's like each set of of people that I've been with have been different. Mm-hmm. So um, it's like I've always learned, um, learned different things from them, mm-hmm. taken in different things from them, like seen different viewpoints from them, um, like shared the Bible in different ways from them. So. It's always it's always been like um an, an interesting journey, mm-hmm. you know, and I think that was um another part of like that upbringing to that enlightenment that I found. Yeah. Um. Uh, I had a side note. I'll read it here. So I'll see how you how you feel about it. Mm-hmm. So I said, I said most don't necessarily like God, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. They like the idea of God. Um, to give a life according to Scripture is not easy. To get to get to a part of enlightenment is not easy. To fully surrender and submit to another man, um, you have to truly, um, you have never truly met, um, is, my, is my point of most not really liking God. Easy to say I'll submit to God versus actually submitting to God. A lot of people don't know what the word submitting means. 
Yeah. Submitting means agree. Right. You know, um, if your professor acts, if your professor tells you, hey, you guys must submit a 12-page paper by tomorrow at 12 noon. Yeah. You have to agree to that. You have to submit to that. Right. You know, and to me, that's just as simple as it gets. But a lot of people do, you know, you, you could relate this to anything. You know, a lot of people like the idea of a relationship. Yeah. Until they get in one. Until they get in one. Are you ready to submit to, are you ready to agree to the terms and conditions of that person? Yeah. As, as that person is to you? Right. It, are you, are you really, are you really, re- are you really ready? Right. You know? So that that's how I feel about it. You know, some people some people just do like the idea of a man or they just like the idea of a woman, but they don't really know what they're getting themselves into. Yeah. They have no idea what they're really asking for. Yes. Yeah. And it's like um uh it's like it's kinda like what you said mm-hmm. to piggyback off what you were saying. Um, you know, most people would love to be in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I want this and they kinda like want this lifestyle and like um someone asked me this, they were someone asked me this in a group setting. They were like um, if you could wake up and and live the lifestyle of a famous actor or, or pop star or anything like that, mm-hmm. would you be able to maintain that, right? And mm-hmm. and not and not lose like your sense of self, because mm-hmm. I mean to be honest, um, uh, like if if you're let's say in the rap industry, right, like you kind of thrive off your fans, mm-hmm. right? Um, so it's like, can you really, could you wake up tomorrow and live that life? Hmm. Right. And I mean, um, rest in peace to Mac Miller, mm-hmm. someone like him just overdosed. Mac Miller? Correct. Passed today. Be quiet, man. Only 26. Off of what? He OD'd. You know, and that's sad, you know, really sad to hear. Um, my condolences to his family. Uh, Dang. But you know, like, uh, could someone, uh, let's say, while he was alive, could someone wake up in that lifestyle according to him? Careful what you ask for. You no, know, it's like, it's tough. You yeah. Know? Someone, they said, they they said, um, in that group saying that, like, BT would probably have an easy time because he's not really into drugs or alcohol. What group? Um, was it that that group that one group chat yeah you guys were doing <laughs> that yeah. one day yeah, yeah um but yeah um, they asked me that question um they just asked that question and I, was, mm-hmm. and I was like I was like I think I could do it um just because I'd be low key anyway and I was like I I'm not really into drugs I'm not really into drinking mm-hmm. or anything like that so I was like yeah I most likely might be able I might be able to live that lifestyle. Um, but it's different, you know, versus living in the, in the in those shoes, hmm. you know, like when the lights come on and people are flashing photos, you know, you become a different person, you know, whether you may want to admit that. Or not. Just like if, whether or not if you have money, yeah, you do become a different person. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Um, so, you know, it's 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 a tough thing to say, mm-hmm. you know. Um, you hear artists, you know, in the hip hop industry, they talk about they talk about their spiritual battle mm-hmm. and you know like being able to to fight like yeah to fight off you know like different demons demons you know? yeah you know like someone like Kid Cudi mm-hmm. you know he went through massive depression yeah you know and you know 
in his recent album with Kanye West, mm. uh, Kids Seek Ghosts, he was, uh, you know, one of his songs, he talks about being reborn. And he was like, uh, and uh, I had a friend, he listens to that. He's like, you know, he means that. He really means that because he went through a depression. He went through a lot of things, mm-hmm. you know, and he was basically saying, you know, like he feels reborn in his innocence. You said you met this guy. He said he performs exorcism yeah. and he asked you your nationality. He says, oh, yeah, that nationality practices. He didn't say uh, witchcraft. And he did say that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you believe, do you believe in generational curses? Yes. Because the Bible speaks about them mm-hmm. very clear, uh, um, that that God doesn't curse um, like just one generation, but mm-hmm. uh, children's generation, generation. So generations of generations will be cursed, um, um, if they don't follow accordingly. Now I know if they don't follow accordingly to yeah, what, um, to to what God has to offer. So, um. So Moses made it very clear. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I think it's um, maybe it's in Gener- maybe it's in Genesis or Deuteronomy, but Moses was like, "Choose life or death." Gave it very clear. It's plain as day, life or death. Mm-hmm. Like he was like heaven or hell. And he said it just like that. And he was like, um, and he gave the benefits of one and the benefits of the other. He was like, it's like he gave the curses of one and the blessings of the other. Mm-hmm. And he was like, choose life that you may live. Mm-hmm. So that you may prosper, so that you may be abundant. If you don't choose life, choose death. If you choose hell, this is the outcome. Mm-hmm. This is what will happen. And you read in the Bible a lot, you see Israel and you see just the stubbornness of man mm-hmm. and choosing other gods. And you see um, how every time someone chooses another god or they worship Baal or they worship uh, an Asher, a natural fall or anything like that, mm-hmm. um, how it provokes God to, now it provokes him, um, to do things like this. Mm-hmm. Like what I'm reading right now, Elijah the prophet is coming into the scene because uh, the king of Israel just married Jezebel. Mm-hmm. Jezebel um was basically known for seducing mass, uh, yeah, yeah, man, you know, yeah, and you know, uh, you, you read it. You read about someone like her, and mm-hmm. just, you know, uh, I made that prophet, or, or he rose the prophet up, and you know, and things like that. And then, um, you know, like she didn't even have a decent death, you know, you know, um, so I mean, when you read things like that, it's like, is it true or is it not, mm-hmm. you know? But it's true that no one knew what she looked like after she, after she died. You know, that was that was one of the things that came against her. There were he said that um uh that that she she would like even the dog the dogs would eat her bones. They wouldn't even they wouldn't even know. They would say they would say, Who is this? They wouldn't even know that this was Jezebel that died. Um and that happened to her. So if you ask someone let's let's say you ask a historian, mm-hmm. you know, where was Jezebel's bones? No one knows. Because the dogs ate it. Mm-hmm. Right? Then um, how did they know she died? She died. Oh, she died. For sure. Mm. But, you know, it's like, um, obviously she had to die because people witnessed it. Right? Um, you know, someone, I forget who killed her exactly. Um, I forget the name of the man who killed her. Um, uh, but they, they drove her out in the middle of the street and 
she's not exactly how they said she was, right? Yeah. Um, I have a, I have a, I want to see what, what, what your thoughts on of the next question I'm about to ask you. All right. Slavery. All right. Um, before that, you know, majority of black people, they were in Africa. Mm-hmm. Uh, certain things I read, I read that, you know, um, different, just like we speak about the many roads home, you know, different religions yeah. of, that, of that source. Um, apparent, from what I read, apparently that Africans weren't Christians. You know, we had, we were, you know, we were very spiritual. Um, in in the Haitian culture, they might call it voodoo, and uh, in Cuba, Sena Seneria, um, and so forth and so forth. Uh, uh, maybe I, I forgot what they call it in uh China or Japan. Uh, they said they said we used to practice we used to practice uh voodoo in Africa before um the slave masters came and took us and forced uh, Catholicism and uh. Christianity mm-hmm. upon us. What do you think about that? Mm, I could see. I don't see how mm-hmm. just because um, I see more of the source of of like main religion mm-hmm. being around. Mm-hmm. Um, um, like just because so much of my like knowledge about religion mm-hmm. would come from the Bible, so like, um, Jesus was around Jerusalem, mm-hmm. and so we where's Jerusalem is kind of more. Mm-hmm. So like, if let's say, um, if slaves are from Africa, right? Let's say uh, the disciples were spreading out. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, let's say they kind of spread out. So, I mean, Europe would probably get hit first. Um, Africa would probably get hit first. Mm-hmm. Um, the Western part of the world, you know, is probably one of the last to kind of receive that. Like, mm-hmm. Australia. Um, so I don't see how how they could be like forced upon. Like I think I could see how slaves would be more spiritual because mm-hmm. they they always sing sang sang hymns and, mm-hmm. and things like that. Um, you also hear stories about them, you know, speaking to the ancestors or the ancestors coming to them in their sleep. Yeah, and passing off a message and certain things yeah. like that. So it's like. Um, um, even though, even though, like, even in the Bible, like, if people worship other gods, Mm -hmm. like, even though to God, what they were doing was inappropriate and detestable Mm -hmm. or whatever it was, um, even though they provoked them, they still had, um, something they followed. Most of that happens, you know, kind of around them. Mm-hmm. Um. So, I don't know how. Am I answering your question correctly? Yeah. Just yeah. yeah. Keep talking. Yeah. Uh, I just don't see how. Um, like, 
I don't know where the root of Catholicism or the where the root of of uh, Christianity began. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of hard for me to determine that. But I don't see how um, it could be it could be uh, forced upon the slave. You know, mm-hmm. um, I feel like I feel like mm, I don't feel like Catholicism and Christianity is from the Western. Like it was brought to the Western world, mm-hmm. um, versus you know, vice versa. That answers your question. So, like when I say when I say uh, forced upon them, like how did how did like the slaves pick up Christianity and Catholicism then? Mm, maybe through the Western world, more so through the Western world, because. Uh, I don't know if you know the story of Nat Turner. Uh, the slave, ma- since he knew how to read, like the slave, the slave masters used him to. I don't, I don't know if the term brainwash is the appropriate term, but I mean, use it brain brainwash the other slaves yeah. into submitting into slavery and telling them that hey, we have to we have to listen to the slave masters because that's the only way to to the promised land. Hmm. In uh, in the story of Nat Turner, um, but do you think the the do you think the slaves knew where the promised land was? Like, do you believe that they think the promised land was where we're at now in the Western world, or do you think they? That's that's a good question. I personally think, yeah, they do know what because they did know where the promised land was. Most most people would know that the promised land, mm. um, was Israel. Mm-hmm. Uh, land flowing with milk and honey. Mm-hmm. So, um, again, it's in the Middle East. Yeah, but at the same, uh, um, so it, America was new land. Yeah, uh, abundance too, you know. But to say it's the promised land, mm, don't, don't forget, I'm, we're speaking about old time. Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like people had more of a sense of of direction mm-hmm. back in the days. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so that like the slaves used to practice their religion in secret. Yeah. Because if I they, don't, I don't know too much. Like, did they really want to come to the U S the slaves? Yeah. Like, even though let's say, I don't think I, I would say no, because they're, they were kind of forced. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying all all slaves, but you well, know. Well, I'm saying like, um, mm, no, nah, I guess I couldn't say that. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, I guess I couldn't say that because I would because the way they were brought here wasn't necessarily yeah in the most pleasant way. Yeah, yeah. You, you slaves easy killed for learning how to read or wanting to learn to read. Yeah, yeah. Um. So if I don't if if I don't know how to read or write and this man is knows how to read and write or whatever, it's easier to manipulate. Right, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um I think though mm, mm, uh, it's a tough question. <laughs> yeah. It's a tough question. It's a tough question. Do you think the slaves still had knowledge and wisdom? Even though they couldn't read and write, yeah. because 
you know, you, you spoke about like uh, having, in a sense, common sense earlier. Uh, I say yes because of the of the elders. Yeah. You know, somebody had to teach them. Somebody had to pass down whatever re- uh, religion or culture that was left. Yeah. You know, that's true. Somebody had to pass something down. Why? Why? Why were they still jumping over a broom? Yeah. I mean, I would. I would see that. Um, do you think some slaves hid the fact that they couldn't read and write? Or that they could read and write? Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, they had to. Is it, uh, yeah, they had to. I say yes because at the end of the day, you, you couldn't really trust anybody. There were slaves betraying other slaves. Yeah. Because they, they thought they were, that, that the conditions that they were in were, were, better. It, were the right conditions. Yeah. You know? They didn't think slavery was a bad thing. Right. Yeah. Mm. That's a, that's a deep talk. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, slavery in itself, um, there's always been slaves of, of course, of different nationalities. I know that. Yeah. Yeah. So. But the only reason why I touch upon it is because, you know, like, uh, I touch upon the black slaves that were brought uh, from Africa because of the whole religion thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because I read a lot about that. What do you think their true religion was? I don't have a name for it. I don't think... I think the naming of religion is more of a common day thing. hmm Because um, I think uh, like, because when you read the Old Testament, mm-hmm. you read the Old Testament, like, it never mentions religion. It never mentions names. It just mentions other gods mm-hmm. people may follow. Um, um, but it, but it does still mention like people do know like the God of Israel, mm-hmm. but people do know like Baal, like people do know um like like these different gods. Um, so I think like spirituality people on the higher sense um so like um does mention like don't worship like the moon of the stars when you look up to them, they look up to heaven when like don't worship the moon of the stars it, it, the the i don't i don't get that you know what i'm saying yeah uh the what do you mean i don't understand the bible is a difficult piece of literature to understand yeah jesus speaks in uh parables yes that's true so he does that so people can understand he, he, he does paints a picture yeah he paints a picture and when i when i hear the word parables parallel you know and when i see parallel it means one thing could mean a lot of things yeah. but one sentence could mean a lot more than one thing just like we have that the source one word could mean multiple words yeah and that's what makes it difficult for me to comprehend at times because it's so metaphorical. You know, it's, there's certain things I never heard of or I don't know what he's talking about. Yeah. Yeah. You ever try to read it without the, without thinking of it metaphorically? That's where it comes in. The fact that I don't think, read it metaphorically. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, what does this mean? You know, 
the way the it's like it's like a, a poetry sometimes. Yeah, yeah, it's very poetic. It's a deep book. I will say, yeah, that. it's it a deep book. Yeah. So when when I like read lines, I'm like, dang, that's a that's a cold bar, but yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I, don't, I, I don't understand. You know what I'm saying? I know it's something deep, but yeah. like. I don't understand. This is my second time going through it again. Oh, second time. Yeah. So I read the whole thing. Yeah. Um, first time I really took my time. Now I'm reading it again. It's like I'm picking up things. So it's like now yeah. as I'm reading it, I'm like, I see where they get this in modern day. All right. Like I like um uh uh like um I'll just bring this for example. It's the first thing that came to mind. Mm-hmm. But it was like um someone stole from God mm-hmm. from his treasury. Um so they're like they executed him in broad daylight. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's where people get that that term, oh, in broad daylight, in rap song. Mm. I was like, that's where they get that. No, mm. oh, I'm out in broad daylight. Or they did this in broad daylight. Yeah. And I was like, that's where they get that from. Like, that's that's how I view it. Yeah. It's like. No, nah, you're absolutely yeah. right. It's you're like, absolutely right. It's like, oh, that's that's old, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. And it's like, um, so like, I'll read a passage like that, and I'll say, oh, that's where they get that from. Mm. It's like, oh, that's where that's from. It's yeah. Like, so like I just I view it like um, um, like as a true piece of ancient, mm-hmm. <laughs> as a true piece of ancient literature. Yeah, you know, like um, someone said this to me. Um, I met a guy that's like this pastor. He was like, he was like, um, why why can't people believe the Bible? He was like, it's the only book that people take, and they take it out of context. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, I can't believe this because man made it. Mm-hmm. And he was like, well, do you not believe any other bu- any other book that you read because man made that too? Mm. And, he, and I was like, I never heard that. That's a good rebuttal. Mm-hmm. I was like, which is true. You know, man is technically wrote, written, like written every piece of literature. Right? Yeah. And so some of the stuff that you read in, in other literature come, already says it in the Bible. Yeah. So it's like. Yeah. Uh, like the book I'm reading right now, um, The Secret of Success. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm reading things and I'm like, uh, you can't do that. Mm. It's like, um, he'll say a phrase from Jesus and then he'll put in parentheses his own his own words and then he'll finish a phrase from Jesus. I was like, mm, you can't really do that. Mm. It's like you're just you're twisting uh scripture to fit your piece try, of trying in- to manipulate it. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, just to fit your piece of information. Yeah. Um, I was like, um, you can't really do that. I kind, I that's one reason why I people who who do like that's why I'm so straightforward now. Yeah, uh, and frank with people. When people, I'm so skeptical about people when they have conversations with me or trying to do, conduct business, and they and they use God. Yeah. In, in their or. It turn it, it turns me away from that yeah. too sometimes. Yeah, I'm like you're trying to manipulate. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't like that. It 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 doesn't like um. My mother asked me. She's like, "You want to come to the Bible study?" I was like, "Nope, mm. not at all." Mm. And she was like, "Why?" Everyone's been asking about you. Everyone wants to see you. Everyone wants to see you. I was like, "Nope." It's mm. like I have zero interest. Mm. And it's like it's not that I don't I don't have a relationship, or it's not. It's like I don't want to pray with these people. It's mm. like. Um, I don't want I don't want to be like in that association sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like it almost gets drowned out mm. by other people. It's like when you go to the church, 
it's like that's that's kind of why I had that question like about the spirit. Yeah. Because you go to church and there everyone's oh the Holy Spirit the Holy Spirit I'm like come they on don't know man. what it means like do you know what that means like yeah. do you know what it is like I'm I'm having a tough time understanding it. Yeah. But you're throwing it around like it's just another word like 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 what are you saying is the preacher really preaching? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, uh like like to uh, like like to save someone? Yeah. Like, like I I don't like is he like you know where are the saints? You know, like yeah. things like that. And it's like, who, like, are you doing it for profit? Mm. Are you doing it, like, to actually have someone understand? Yeah. Like, how many of these people are you actually meeting? Like, these are the things that, like, come to mind. Mm-hmm. It's like, what is your purpose behind it? Yeah. Is you doing it for dollars? Is this your, if, is this your life and income? Because mm. if that is, it totally changes your perspective. Yeah. Like, it changes what, it changes why you're doing it. Yeah. You know, versus why, you know, like, if someone's just doing it for the fun of it, or if it's like someone just does it because they love it, mm-hmm. you know, do you really love it? And like, can you continue doing that? Is it how, genuine? Yeah. How much do you love it? Like, yeah. I, like, like what, like what has happened in your life that you can share with me or you would want to share with me that has shown me like, like how I share with you, you know, some of the things about, you know, like my experiences, mm-hmm. you know, I share with, I share with you tonight, you know, but it's like, um, and and it's like, um, I mean, I guess I could teach some people about what I know about the Bible. Mm-hmm. And I, I, mean, I always tell, I think honestly, my my best advice is you would have to read it yourself. Mm-hmm. All right, that's something I always tell someone. But you can you can get answers from me, and I'll answer you as best as I can. Um, but ultimately, I'll tell someone you should read it yourself because you'll pick up much more versus me telling you. Yeah, you know, it's like you learn more from from doing something versus versus me telling you. Yeah, yeah, that was something I was told too. Well, one thing you know, a lot of people one one issue or conflict that they have with the Bible, they're always like, "Oh, it's so hypocritical! It's so hypocritical!" Yeah, and you know, I I always start I start I start thinking, I'm like hypocrite, hypocrite, you know, hypocritical. Um, I'm like, and then I'm like, yo, the the night and the day, I'm like, that's pretty, that's a hypocrite. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? A uh, hot and cold, that's that's a hypocrite. Yeah. So is life. You know, you could be rich and poor. That's a hypocrite. Right. You get what I'm saying? Just because the Bible is hypocritical, it's just letting you know what to do in those hypocritical times. Right. You know, hey, if you're poor, this is what you're going to go struggle or this is what you're going to face. If you're rich, this is what you're going to struggle. This is what you're going to face. It's not. I think people find any reason not to want to believe. Yeah. They'll find it's almost like they're looking for a cop out. Yeah, and it's like that's fine if you want to do that, right? At the end of the day, it's your choice. Yeah, exactly. You, know, you could you could say it's your choice, um, but it's like, um, wouldn't you really want to know? It's like at the end of the day, uh, let's say it is true. Mm-hmm. Then what? Yeah, it's like then what will you do? Yeah, it's. Yeah. It's it's, hip- it's hypocritical, but hey, there's a reason for the sun and there's a reason for the night. Yeah, you so know what I'm saying, yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, some true words. Yeah. Um, that's pretty much all I had. Um, in my notes here as well. How do you feel about the show? Um, or how did you feel about our discussion? We talked for a while, but I enjoyed it. Hey. We spoke about everything. Um, uh, like in different aspects, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I feel like um, spiritual warfare 
in this sense is mm-hmm. like it's it's really um a battle scene that is in the spirit so it's like um um kind of like it's kind of the piggyback to what i was saying like what is the spirit but it's kind of like it's it's an unforeseen battle mm-hmm. so it's like something that you're dealing with on it could be on a daily basis or any basis that um you don't see but you know it's very real yeah yeah um but uh i felt the show was good mm. i felt it was good yeah it was a good speak in the wise words of optimus prime there's more that meets the eye yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's safe for a reason yeah there's more than meets the eye you know but hey bro i'm glad to have you thanks man good seeing you after Year and a half, two years. Yeah, it's Good been a while, you, man. man. It was a pleasure seeing you. Hey, sometimes you have to go through it, man. You know? It's great being on the show as well, Hey, man. man, thank you for coming on. Let me know if you want to ever come back. If anything ever pops up in your head, let me know. Absolutely, man. Hold on, before we close, how do you feel about this whole Colin Kaepernick thing? If- oh, they're making so many memes about it. <laughs> <laughs> they made ones on Mike Tyson. Yeah. They, made, they made so many memes. Um, but... Do you think he's wrong? For, all right, let's take it back to the beginning. Do you think he's wrong for protesting? To be honest, I'll be honest. To be honest. So I'll be honest. I hope you're, you were always honest. Yeah. <laughs> you can't lie anyway. <laughs> I'll end up getting a phone call. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't see what the big deal was All right. about him not wanting to stand. All right. I mean, he made a choice to not stand. Mm-hmm. So that was his choice to not stand, and he took a knee. Mm-hmm. I mean, at least he was respectful enough to take a knee, mm-hmm. and he was still silent during the anthem. It's not like he was shredding around and parading around during exactly. the anthem. Um, and I don't think it's necessarily fair for him that he he still hasn't played yeah. as an athlete. You know, someone that wants to play, who's who can play. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's they're basically. Um, they're almost like demonizing the man, mm-hmm. you know, for something he believed in. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's great that he's the face of Nike now. Yeah, you know, like it's keeping his career going. It's keeping like he still has a life to mm-hmm. live. You know, like, and he's basically been out of pay for a year. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, I guess like you could say I I kind of support him. You know, in his endeavors. Do you think Nike's wrong for making him the face? Uh, why would be Nike be wrong for making him the face? Because of what everybody's demonizing him for. But, but why? Not everybody, yeah. but yeah. But I would. But my but my question would be why would Nike be wrong? In my eyes, I don't see Nike being wrong because yeah. their slogan, "Just do it." Yeah. You know? So Nike went ahead and followed their own slogan. And the, I don't think Nike's wrong at all because history history speaks for itself. When Tiger Woods was going through his thing, his whole cheating thing, yeah. he lost all sponsorships. But guess who stood Nike. next to him? When Kobe Bryant was going through his thing, Sprite dropped him, McDonald's, all, all, everybody. Guess who stood beside him? Yeah. Nike. Charles Barkley. When Charles Barkley was like, yo, I'm not a role model, cur- commercial, and all that stuff. Guess who stood by him? Nike. Yeah. It's, I don't, I would, how did, why, what, what is wrong with the company? For doing company things, just do I it. mean, just because, just because, it's like it's like you're a bandwagon whore. It's like just because everyone else is doing something and everyone yeah. else is dropping them because you don't want your company to take hits. Yeah, it's like um, 
so what you're not gonna do it like what like what what sense of fulfillment do you get from burning your nike products yeah in the wise words of easy e go ahead and burn them motherfuckers they already paid for (laughs) you paid for their product and you're burning them i guess you I don't see no harm in them burning their products because it's their product. You know, you're yeah. not hurting the company because you, you already I bought it. Nike, man. That's Me too. Swoosh. You know, yeah. a lot of, a lot of sad, not, it's not, not sad to say, but a lot of black people wear Nike. Yeah. <laughs> that check mark, man. And Jordan, you, you know? Yeah. So, and when Jordan was going through his gambling thing, Nike stood next to him. It's just, I like, I like the fact that Nike says, hey, it's okay to be human. Yeah. You know? They back people up, man. They back people up. They back people up. And I respect yeah. that. I don't like I don't like the companies that, you know, say you end up cheating on your if you're a celebrity, you end up cheating on your wife and they drop you. That's it's not cool. Yeah. You know, certain things like that, man. I seen a meme on uh Bill Clinton and Nike. Yeah. <laughs> um it was it had him next to the woman that he was with in the over office and he didn't just do it. Yeah. It was like, just do it. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I gotta go check out these memes. <laughs> the memes are hilarious. <laughs> the memes are hilarious. They have Man. so many different people. But it's like, um, you know, what did, you know, like, I, like, like, what did Colin Kaepernick, I mean, he's, okay, so he started a movie. Mm. Alright, so, um, like, but he he made a point. He was like, so Nike made him choose between um, his country, mm-hmm. or not Nike, but they made him choose between um, his country and and something else. Yeah, they're making him choose between different. It's mm-hmm. like, why does he have to choose between something? Mm-hmm. He's already a citizen. Like he's already a citizen. He already pays taxes. He already does what he's supposed to do. Yeah. So does that make him less of a citizen? Or I mean, it's like. Why? Why is it a trade off? Like, why? Why do the? Why do these little things matter? You know, yeah. what? What if? What if he was a war hero and he did, and he was like, I don't feel like standing. Yeah. Would it? Would it be the same thing? You know, it after was, what he experienced and all yeah. that. Yeah. It's like, well, could you still say the same thing? Let's say he was a war hero and then he played in it. So, mm-hmm. You know, would that cover his backstory? Would people be like, someone said, what if Tom Brady did that? You know, for like a gun rights movement or something like that. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm not. You know, would it still have the same um, backlash? Because it's Tom Brady now. It's Tom Brady. Yeah. It's Tom Brady. He's he's New England Patriots. You know, it's like, it's like, well, at the end of the day, it's like, people will always find something to be mad about. You can't satisfy everybody. Yeah. Damn if I do, damn if I don't. It's like, he, he, I mean, the his slogan is, if I'm not mistaken, it's like you gotta believe in something if it means sacrificing everything. Everything, yeah. And 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 that and that slogan is meant for anything, you know. Like, I I know there was some people taking it the negative way, you know. Like, you can't control everybody in this world. Everybody has their own mindset. Everybody has their own beliefs that yeah. they stand for. At the end of the day, and there's nothing we could do to change or. You know, to change that person, whether it's the right path or whether we think it's the wrong path, you know, they're here for a reason, whether it may be to give blessings or cause chaos. It's just 
you can't have the good without the bad. Right. You just can't. Yeah. Absolutely, man. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, yeah. I think he's doing the right thing for the right reasons. Me too. I just hate to see a man lose his career over something, something like that. So small. That's it. And minuscule. I just want to see, I like the fact that he has a big corporation backing him, you know, so he doesn't take, he doesn't feel lost or anything like that. Now, since Nike signed a 10 year extension with the NFL, I want to see how the season's going to turn out. Yeah. Or what they're going to do or anything like that. But, I think Nike's going to be okay because they're a powerhouse. NFL's going to be Billion okay. Billion-dollar corporation, man. They're not taking any hits. <laughs> they're so worried about burning Nike products. Nike is on everything. They'll have to replace them eventually. <sighs> well, go back to Reebok? No. Nah. <laughs> uh, Adidas? I mean, Team Adidas sometimes. Yeah, Adidas got some nice gear. But, nah, that Nike. That I, think, Nike I think Nike's going to stay. Yeah. They're not going anywhere. Nah. They just started out. Yeah. They, and I think NFL likes them. Yeah, I like the uniform. Yeah. They have nice uniform. Yeah. They're, they're not going nowhere. After, te- after 10 years, I think Nike, Nike's not going to go anywhere. I think nah. it was that marketing team, I think they studied Kaepernick. They're like, hey, we'll be okay. Yeah. And um, if I'm not mistaken, he was doing like really well, like charity-wise, yep. things like that. Like, yep. Like um, pushing kind of like his his campaign mm-hmm. to what he was believing in, yeah, in a positive manner. Yeah, he never did anything in a negative light. Exactly. Yeah, clean image. Yeah, I mean, what can you say? What can he truly say bad about? Nothing. It's like I can't say nothing because I don't personally know him. Yeah, but Bro, like from what he's displayed. Yeah, yeah, really can't say nothing. I mean. And then Football he, players talk trash. It's part of the game. I can't hold them accountable for the trash that he's spoken because I've talked trash when I get in the heated moment in, in games. It's just yeah. part of the game. <laughs> what else? Yeah. It's also like, you know, um, during, the national, during the national anthem, you know, have yeah. you ever joked around? Of course. It's like, you know, like to anyone listening, have you ever joked around? Like, have you ever... Do you sing it all the time? Like, do you know the words? Yes. <laughs> Have you ever put? Do you not do you put, put your, your heart hand yeah. over your hand? Like, like, do you take your hat off your head? Yeah. And it's like, uh, so if you're gonna hold him to such a high standard, like, look are yourself you, in the mirror. Are you doing these things? Yeah. Someone was just saying that today. The man in the mirror yeah. by Michael Jackson. Yeah. Look yourself in the mirror. It's like it's like it's like really. It's like because sometimes I don't sing it. Yeah. It's like sometimes I don't put my hand over. But what well, what's what's it say? Uh, cast no stone. He he went out. He went out. Sin shall cast a first stone. Cast a first stone. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. One by one, they all left when Jesus said that. Yep. One by one, he was the last one standing. Yep. He was like woman. He was like, he's like, has no one condemned you? Yep. Like go home. Yeah. Sin no more. Go home. That's it. Yeah. It's uh. People are eager, eager, eager to do things the wrong way. The wrong way. Yeah. Instead of like analyzing the situation, under, trying to trying to understand the situation, being rational, try, being rational, quick to pass judgment, eager man, just because of some some beliefs. Yeah, you know. Eager. I don't know. Yeah, it's uh controversial. 
and 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 poisonous. Yeah, it's infectious. Yeah, it's like a virus. Yeah, yeah, man. It spreads and spreads, man. That's it. Glad to have you on. Hope to have you back on soon. Yeah, absolutely, man. You know, and I wish you well, man. Thank you, man. All right, you as well. Thank you. Mm-hmm.